you just go until you can't tolerate it anymore, bam, we're live. Yeah, pretty much. It used to be long, like way back in the day when I was high school, but this is the oh. longest it's been since then. I wonder if there was ever a time, like when I said, bam, we're live, and uh, like Caleb would just like hurry up and put his cell phone down so no one saw him on it, and now we're just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, bam, we're live. He's like, whatever. Oh, where's my fork? Oh, yeah, he's got his fork now. What'd you say? We're here now. Yeah. Time to start. E- show started. Time to start eating. Got my plastic fork and knife. We do things different. Oh, do you always eat with plastics? Yes, dude. Oh, my God. It's the only option, yeah? Somebody send Caleb. Could someone send you a fork and a knife and a spoon? A metal no, one? Don't send me anything. Stop sending me stuff. <laughs> Why? Then you have to wash it. Just one more thing you have to. Yes, I can just fucking chuck this. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably it. raising your estrogen every time you put that in your mouth. Good. I hope it does. Then I get more disability. <laughs> he's gaming the system. He's been there a while now. He's like, hey, man, oh, we know. I know how this works. <laughs> That's good. Um, there's this, um, you know, when you see someone you 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 love for the first time, like that guest we had on yesterday, and she saw the back of his head, and she knew she was going to marry him. I I think that there's like some sort of um. Uh, so you know, you're you're let's say you're in high school and you're a boy, and this girl walks by and you see her. I think that that love you feel, like you don't even know the person and you like them. I think somehow it's a interpretation of the brain coming to a standstill. Do you know what I'm saying? So, so you hang out with these people. I, I know these people, a lot of people and like, you know, they'll, they'll see a rose and they'll be like, Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Or they'll see a sunset and they'll be like, you have to see the sunset. It's so beautiful. But if you see something like a volcano explode, and you and it and it's on the horizon line. You don't say shit. It, it's not. It, it transcends all. Or Caleb, Caleb probably experiences this on, on the base. When you see a fucking F thirty five fly overhead, no one says shit. Your brain comes to a standstill. You go on full alert. It's like when you lift up a rock in the yard and you see something. You see a rattlesnake. Hmm. You're not like. You go to you transcend words. You're on full alert. It's like awe-inspiring, but in like a terrifying way. Yeah, and it's kind of like and, – and, and so I think when you see someone who's so – who moves you in a way, like when that guy uh, saw that um, – that what was her name, the girl who was on the show? Lauren. Lauren, Lauren. Connor. Her husband saw her moving, and he, and he, and he, he, he knew he, – he loved her. He said, you know, that at lunch he said he loved her. He's trying to express that stillness in his brain and that and that's i think uh i think that's what um you know i think that's kind of what's um when, when we have when we experience that stillness in our brain by something we see in the outside world uh it it it, it comes out differently you don't and and unfortunately people are so quick to say and it breaks their meditative state or the opportunities for them. Every time you label something, when you see a rose and you say, I turn to my mom and I go, God, look at that rose. It's so beautiful. I've actually taken something away from it. I've missed an opportunity. And I think it's like that with human beings when we interact with each other. And this came from a thought where 
I was trying to think why it's so powerful to have kids. And like, when I, when I see my kids, I experience something that if you don't have kids, you, I experience it a hundred times a day. And if you don't have kids, you can't, you, you don't experience that. Maybe that's what my mom was saying about, like, I want you to have that experience. Or last night, my um, son was sleeping and I laid in bed next to him, Avi, and I, and I put my hand, my bare hand on his chest. And I just feel something that I would like, there's nothing, um, there's no equivalent to it anywhere else. It's a completely fucking unique experience. And it's like that when I see him, when I, when I finish the podcast and I think I'm high as fuck and so happy and I go into the kitchen and I see my three boys, something happens to me that, that, um, transcends words. It's like, I'm staring at a volcano exploding and I have that at my fingertips constantly. And it's my kids. Yeah, Lauren's saying now imagine breastfeeding. Yeah, yeah. There is a um, and and that and that's what it is. If you want to have that in your life, now of course you become extremely vulnerable to that. And I'm going to get into that by talking about a post Pat Barber made. You become extremely vulnerable when you have to protect something like that. You don't have to protect the volcano. At most, you're like, oh shit, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I'm not going to run away and take a piss. I'm not going to take a shit. I'm not going to. It's like watching the last 30 seconds of a Super Bowl when it's tied and, and, and you're at the final snap and they're at the 20 yard line and the greatest quarterback ever. Like, you're not going to break. You're not going to break. Um, but with kids, you have that. You have that opportunity constantly to. Um, huh? <laughs> God, this show sucks. Um, you have that opportunity always at you to experience what Alexis uh, Land Landot experiences when he climbs that building. Every single second you're around something that you would give your life for, and it's um, I don't know how many different ways I can say it, but it is extremely unique. Uh, ex experience you become preoccupied if you if you allow it if you, if you don't become a worry wart or overprotective or, or all the traps that we fall into as parents you become preoccupied with love and when you do that um you notice that and maybe it's this maybe i'm over romanticizing it but when i'm around my kids i feel like i become a vessel for love to enter into the world, not just for them, but for, for, for everyone, for myself, for everyone around me. Did Sevon drink some soy milk this morning? What's going on? <laughs> well, thanks for, thanks for making this a safe place for me. Um, there is a, um, uh, there's a video that CrossFit training put up of uh, Pat Barber throwing his um, baby in the air. It's all the way down at the bottom, Caleb, by your scrambled eggs. Um, uh, 290. Uh, HQ published this, CrossFit HQ published this on their Instagram account. It's a repost of, uh, of what Pat Barber posted. Underestimate the hole your absence would leave. Okay, now pause that. 
Now, now, real quick. So that that was Jordan Peter saying, never underestimate the hole your absence would leave. There's a crazy double meaning to this. Pat put this, put that sound over it, or someone did. Thinking it meant one thing. <laughs> but I'm going to show you uh, the irony of that comment in a second. It was Jordan Peterson, and he said, never underestimate the absence. The, sorry, never underestimate the the fuck did he say never underestimate the hole that would be left in your absence yeah there you go here we go don't underestimate the hole your absence would leave mm. you know each of us we're remarkable creatures and we have something to offer to the world to our people we love to the world at large it's our responsibility to make that manifest and we move a little farther away from paradise every time that doesn't happen. Mm. Really, really. Don't un and and I want I want to be clear that um, there, there's a good thing here about relativity and context and personal risk assessment here that's going on. When I'm walking down the sidewalk with my kids and someone's an old person's coming on their bike when we're walking along the path along the beach, I'll say to my kids, "Move aside," and they'll move aside just a little bit. Because they're using their perception and their balance to judge how much room this person who's 80 needs. And it's not even near enough. And I see this every single day in hundreds of hundreds of different scenarios while people think things one way because they're using their risk assessment and they're using their skills and thinking of their balance and what they're capable of and projecting it onto other people. Another classic example would be there's these two huge uh, bowls at the skate park, and there's a narrow pathway that's two and a half feet wide. And when I walk through that pathway, I'm, I'm like on hyper alert. I don't want to fall into one of those bowls. If you stop and talk to your kids and then forget where you are and take a step back, you're going down eight feet. My kids don't even think twice about it. It's nothing to them. Two and a half feet is like a mile wide to them. <laughs> For me, they basically can lay down and their feet and hands don't hang off either side. But for me, I'm standing there, and if I fall over, I know just by the, the geometry of it that I'm go going in. It's the same thing when someone sends a Coke can next to, next to their keyboard, and it's so close that if the Coke can falls over, the whole entire fucking thing pours into their keyboard. When if they moved it six inches over, they're in a safe zone and it would just spill on the table. I'm constantly thinking of those types of – or assessing those types of things. And so there's just a risk assessment. So someone sees what Pat Barber's doing there, and they project onto it their skills, and they might panic. Now, there's no doubt. There's no doubt that Pat Barber is one of the most athletic people I've ever met. I mean, a true fucking freak of nature. Ever since I met him when he was a young man, I mean, just a savage, absolutely unreal CrossFitter back in the day. Uh, just came just came on the scene as a young boy and putting it to the best in the world. That being said, there's a comment in the comments that says, my daughter died doing that when she was six years old. My ex-husband threw her in the air and she landed on her head and died. 
And there's there's a hundred people in there, maybe more. I don't know, defending Pat because there becomes a little bit of a uh, a back and forth in the comments. People saying, "Hey, Pat, you shouldn't do that. That's too dangerous." And there's people like me saying, "Hey, um, uh, fuck off. Let people do what they want to do. Oh, quit being a pussy. I feel sorry for your kids. Good job, Pat. You're a great dad." And then there's other people saying, "Hey, it's not cool." But I did see this comment that said, hey, my kid died doing that. So I clicked on the lady's link and I, I DM'd her. And I said, hey, did your kid really die? Is that true? And she said, yeah, Google her name. Her name is Raven Goff. And, and you can play the YouTube video. You can go there and you can, and you can hear the story. Don't be afraid. And, and Caleb will pull it up right now. Don't be afraid. And you can start it at 429 or 430. And you can hear the story of a dad. She's a CrossFitter too. Fucking fit as shit. Smoke most of us at a workout. And her husband threw their six-year-old daughter up in the air. And I'll play 20 seconds of this story for you. And, and, you, and, and now you can decide. You, you can decide. You can make the risk assessment. So I watched from like... You better, you better go t take a bathroom break, Caleb. You never cried on the show yet. <laughs> As she ran into his arms and he threw her up in the air and she went back instead of up and Shane couldn't couldn't have caught her It was just me and Shane and Raven. Very similar to the very first day that we had her. Just us. And all three of us had about two seconds where our life was in midair. Weightless. All three of them were in the air. Three of our lives were over. So, they. She was sitting in her car, Tom, Tommy, Tommy Payne. How ironic, and. She, her daughter, she watched from her car as her daughter ran to Shane, the father. He caught her and threw her up in the air like he always does. And she went forward instead of up and he couldn't catch her. And she landed on her head and died. Wow. 
and 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 that's that's just that's just the reality man that's one person in the comments said that and and you can verify it and it's it's a it, it was a reality for someone and yet there's people in there being flippant saying you know fuck off you're ruining your you're ruining your kid's life if you live in that kind of fear and then there's other people who said in the comments stuff like hey maybe maybe uh you should stick to doing that in the swimming pool i'm not judging pat at all like he, it's his kid he can do what he wants and he's eminently capable And there's some questions you could ask yourself. I sure as fuck wouldn't want anyone doing that to my kid. I've done that to my kid, by the way. Don't get me wrong. I've done that to my kid. Um, but, but I wouldn't want anyone else doing it to my kid. No fucking way. And so it's just it's I just saw it this morning. I thought, you know, when when one time I went over and I watched I went over. I think it's called the PETA website. The people who don't believe the the vegan people who don't believe in the abuse of animals, and they got a video on their websites that shows it's like a twenty four minute video, and I watched it and I didn't eat meat for two weeks after I watched it, and I watched it on purpose because I was so I thought they were so stupid, but I wanted to at least see what they were talking about. It took me about three hours to get through the video. I have to. I had to keep getting up like every four minutes and just pause the video because it's so fucking intense. And yet I bet you most of you guys eat meat and you've never been over there and looked at that video, never given it a chance. But it's a, but it's a, maybe I'm just a glutton for emotional punishment. <laughs> but um, don't run from this shit. It just allows you to do better risk assessment. I mean, don't let it scare you. <laughs> yeah, you can count, die countless ways, totally. But if you throw your kid in the air and mm. your kid were to die, you did something worse than kill yourself. You will suffer a, a, a pain that will be um, – uh, It'll put you in the fog for the rest of your life. Yeah, it's going to be bad. It's going to be, it's going to be so bad, but, 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 but don't be afraid of go over and watch that video, watch that whole video and see what it looks like to a grieving mom who did that before you just pop off and make a, 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 a fucking comment. And, and once again, I'm not saying that, that you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying that, that this is the, the, the complexities of life. This is the full picture. This is this is the full picture of, of life. And when you watch that stuff, does your whole entire body chemistry change? Like, do you really take yourself there as if it were if it were one of your kids or a situation? Probably. That you were in? Probably. I was a wreck this morning when I watched that. When I came across that this morning, I was like, I don't even know if I should share this with the. <laughs> I don't know if I should start the show with this. Oh, it's a little it's a little heavy for the Christmas Eve special here. <laughs> it's Christmas Eve. Happy birthday, mom! It's my mom's birthday. Happy. Birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Rosemary. Yeah, Lauren Connor. I'm in a full sweat. Yeah, you. I heard that Rosemary. Yeah. It's a um, man. So you have this thing that's like the most powerful drug in the world to you, and then, yeah, it, it's um, Pat made a rebuttal video. I don't think it was necessary uh, that he made it, but but um, to the comments, but uh, it, I, 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 if you don't want to throw your kid in the air, don't throw your kid in the air. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Yeah, trust your trust your judgment. They're, they're, everyone has to make their own risk assessment. Have you ever driven with someone who, who? Well, have you ever been driving and someone's tailgating you, and you think they're an asshole, and then they finally pull up next to you? You know, when it finally turns into two lanes, and it's not the asshole. It's some. It's like some fucking like sixteen year old kid who's just like doesn't like he's just on autopilot. He was yeah. just tracking you instead of driving. Or it's some like old fucking person with Coke bottle glasses. And like you think that they hate you and you look at them and they don't even look at you. Like they don't even know what they, that they were. I mean, there's obviously the guy who passed you. He's like, fuck you. You're going too slow. (laughs) There's always those people. You're like, wow, that person's just a fucking idiot. They're oblivious to it. Yeah. Oblivious, oblivious. You know, it's funny that risk assessment thing. It's like, what if there was a percentage everywhere? Like, Oh, if you do this, yeah, the percentage towards death goes up two points. You know, like in the poker game when they deal the cards and then as everybody folds and they, you know, you see the the, the cards turn over, that percentage goes up. Yeah. If you think about it in terms like that, because I do the same way as you think the same way you do. So I'm always trying to like, how could you mitigate ri- mitigate res- risk? You know, like, do you walk closer to that side of the street? Well, why do that? We could be over here. There's an right. opportunity to be hurt over there. There's zero opportunity to be hurt over here. So always get right. it as close to zero as you can. Yeah. I'm not, I'm I, do, not I, I think I do stuff. Way. I do stuff with my kids every day where we pull into big parking lots. Right. And so like, there'll be like a parking lot at the beach with like 50 spots. And then we'll like be hanging out on the sidewalk as people are piling in and out of cars or getting sweaters or dressed. And I have to tell them every fucking time, dude, if a car pulls into a spot and you're standing on the sidewalk, move. Mm-hmm. If we're standing in front of a restaurant and someone gets in their car and they start their car and you're in front of it, move. Get the hell out the way. <laughs> yeah. Some retar- There's tons of retards who are going to hit the gas instead of the brake on accident. Oh, it's don't, don't even risk it. Don't even yeah. risk it. Just move. Yeah. Just move. It's so it's so easy. It's so Three easy. steps to the left. Yeah. And if you don't, they do hit the gas. It's irreparable damage. When yeah, all forever. All it would take is one step. My dad used to say when uh, we were younger and started riding our bikes around the neighborhood, he would pull us in like every Friday, damn near. And he'd be like, it's Friday. You know what that means? We're like, no. They're like, everybody that's driving home doesn't give a shit about what's going on. They just want to get home, get away from their work, and have a weekend. They probably already had their first drink too. And he would say 50% of them are leaving happy hour. Yep. We had this, we had this main thoroughfare in my, in my town called Contra Costa Boulevard. Uh, and it was like, it, it, it ran through like Concord and Pacheco and Pleasant Hill. This is, these, these are three towns that are just like 30 miles inland of San Francisco. And, um, I this cop told me one time on a Friday and Saturday night, like after 7 PM, 50% of the people on the road are intoxicated. I was like, holy shit. I did never believed it until I got older. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, everyone's and the other people are on their fucking cell phones. Well, yeah, now it's even crazy, <laughs> right? This was before cell phones, but yeah. Yeah. Uh every 10 years you're up for eval. Gotta have a certain amount of points. Asshole, too many times drain on the community. You're gone. Save a lid or get a lift. Get another 10 years. <laughs> Is that about drinking? Oh, I don't even, Allison, please, there's no way you watch Black Mirror. There's no way. Have you guys tried to watch that show? I've seen a few episodes. My wife tried to get us into it. I saw two episodes. I was fucked up. I don't sleep so good after that show. (laughs) Yeah, I sleep so fucked up. There's no way you watch that, Allison. that's That's the fastest way to fucking becoming insane. Is Haley and all those like uh, murder mysteries and, and shit too? 
She watches some crazy shit. There's this thing, Handmaiden's Tale. Uh, yeah, that, that was I tried watching that. Fuck that. Um, she watches some dark shit. I loved all of them. Oh, you're fucking crazy. Oh, you're fucking nuts. I can't do any of that. I get so... You ever notice on iTunes, on Apple iTunes, I don't know where you guys see movies, but sometimes there'll be like 10 horror movies that are released. I'm like, who is watching this shit? Who's making them? Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Some days we're just like watching horror movies like in the in our office. They're just like, oh, we'll watch those. It's like, it's just nonstop for like the 10, 12 hours that we're sitting in here. It's like, horror movies? Yeah. Yes. That's funny. I have a friend of mine that actually lives super close to you, Sevan, and he's crazy into horror movies. Like it's like his whole, but he's he's like the nicest. Like you would never notice it, but he's just super into him. It's crazy. Uh, I drive just about every day. Oh, you do? Yeah. What kind of vehicle do you drive? Mm, it's a beater. <clears throat> it's like a. Sometimes it's a van. Sometimes it's a. Sometimes it's an ambulance. Sometimes it's a like little Kia. Just depends on what's available. So not not so, it sounds like Sevon is saying horror movies. I am saying horror movies. I mean, it sounds like <clears throat> I grew up in the Bay Area. Um, I love horror movies. They make me feel like the things I stress about in real life aren't that bad. But the things in horror movies aren't real. So aren't your real problems worse than unreal problems? <laughs> oh. I was actually when I had asked. You earlier said that I said, hey, when you put yourself in those situations and think about like a loved one or something like that and oh. change your body chemistry. Yeah. I, I just it just thought of me the thought that I was going to say after that. I like when I get stressed out, especially, you know, I don't know all the different things that I'm like juggling. There's like this. This always feels like there's this cloud of stress that kind of happens. And sometimes it's a little overwhelming. And all I do is I just think of somebody close. It's going to sound fucked up. I think of somebody close. And I think that they're like, I just got a call that they passed. And then I started thinking about how that affects life moving forward, everybody else. And like, I take myself there and instantly the stress is gone. And then I think today's not that day. And it just like, I get filled with gratitude. And wow. it's like, it's one of the most amazing things wow. that I've realized. Did you make that up yourself? You created I, that for yourself? Uh, unfortunately, we could get into this other times. I've um, experienced a lot of that tragedy, and oh, so I so you you felt the real world mechanism of it, and so then you recreate it to a couple of times, and yeah. so I could like I could put myself back in there, and I think about the sequence of events that happen following that, and uh, it's always a good. It just it just puts everything into perspective, and you're like, today's not that day, so I could be appreciative because if tomorrow was going to be that day, I would act completely different today. And this little shit that I'm worried about, you know, especially early when I took the business on and I got kicked out of the building I was in, I didn't know where I was going to put the gym, and there was this this whole thing. I would have been in debt a couple hundred thousand dollars at the time, and so every single time that stress just felt overwhelming. Like I said, I just took myself to that situation, but placed it on somebody who is living. And then how that would change my perspective on the things that I thought were problems. And it, it goes away. And then as I, I feel with gratitude, I go into like problem solving mode. Okay, well, fuck it. Who needs a building anyways? I'll go to a park. I'm the most badass affiliate in a park. And you start like appreciating that and what you have right then and there. 
in the problems that you have or the stress that you're feeling, because the rest of it isn't going to compare to how heavy that situation would be. Right. I like that. I like that. Corey. Hi. Good morning. Happy birthday, Rosemary. Oh, thank you. I'll tell her, I'll tell her you said so. And Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. Hey, and uh, awesome try on the asking the lady about her her man's viscosity. Oh, I never, I never, want, to hear, I never want to hear another word about this, okay? <laughs> I'm going to relive this embarrassment for the rest of my life. I never want to hear another hey, word. Yeah. Okay. okay. Caleb looks awkwardly familiar. He might have been the nurse in the room when I got my vasectomy. <laughs> 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 Oh, shit. I turned 33 today. Uh, happy birthday, Mr. Hartle, my Armenian brother. Happy birthday. You have a good well, day planned, Corey? You have a good day planned? It's it's cold. My my gym is not insulated. And so I'm getting ready to work out in this 15, 20 degree weather, weather do some SMTP. Oh, nice. Knock out a workout. Nice. Taylor yeah. self programming. Awesome. Good dude. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then just cook some cookies with the family and. Uh, hang out. It's Christmas. Yeah, everyone's making cookies today. My wife said she's making cookies so they can leave them out for Santa. Yeah, I guess that's what they I don't eat them, but, you know, part of the tradition, I guess. You can do some carrots with a reindeer. All that kind of stuff. You're a good dude. So, uh, there's a bunch of things I could talk about this morning, but I wanted to follow up with what Susa was just talking about. How you were mentioning um, you know, thinking of a of a bad moment, kind of snapping you back into reality, and then reminding yourself that today is not that day. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if you remember Savon, but I messaged you this summer, and I was telling you I had to take a break from the podcast because I was going through some some personal stuff. I had come off Adderall after ten years, and. Um, it was the second time I had tried to come off and apparently, you know, it's, it's basically over the counter meth, which I didn't realize when I started taking it. And um, I had some serious, serious uh, depression and I guess had some, uh, what's it called? Um, forced suicidal thoughts, which was very pretty scary. Yeah. And, those are um, scary. It, yeah. Have, have you ever gone through anything like that? Not not me, not me. Per- I mean, I've wanted to end life, but I didn't. They weren't. Um, I, I would. It would be a stretch to say they were suicidal. Like I, I wasn't like. Uh, I, 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 I just felt done, but it wasn't. It, they weren't bad. It wasn't like hey, I need to jump off a bridge or put a gun in my mouth. I wasn't depressed. Yeah. Well, I just tying into what Susan was saying. I now seeing a therapist and trying to talk through some of these issues it's a very similar mindset and especially with Christmas around the corner. I think we obviously need to be grateful and, um, you know, remember even in these darkest times, we've got a lot of people around us who want to see us succeed. And even though today may seem like your worst day, it's not, you're, you're still here. Um, you surround yourself with a positive community. Yeah. Why did yeah. you say Caleb, you yeah. could be it, in the equity project? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It could always yeah. be a lot worse. Yeah. You could be in the equity project. When we get off the phone here and go to the show, we'll all go to our families. Uh, Caleb will throw his plastic silverware away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be standing over a trash can. All right. Well, wanted to tell everybody Merry Christmas and um, enjoy the show. Okay. Thank you, Corey. Thank you.
pay for it. Uh, my takeaway is uh, today is not the day to kill yourself, people. Yes. Yeah. Or any yeah. other day for that matter. Today is not that day. Uh, so tomorrow at some point, um, we will give away a free level one to uh, – uh for a crossfit level one crossfit sem- uh, L- level level one seminar um att- attendance and that is courtesy of california hormones but first before you do that before you get entered into that contest to win that level one you need to go to cahormones.com use the code sevon sign up for a free doctor's consultation and uh um, they do the blood work for free for you if you are in California, especially if you're close to the Orange County, Los Angeles area. Very easy for you. And if not, you can have your insurance do it. And uh, I don't know if you're I don't know if you're eligible outside of the the company. I'm going on coffee pods and wads here soon. Mm-hmm. God, I hate going on other people's podcasts. I do like Peter, though, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Peter's good, dude. <clears throat> I would use that cup more. But I need more coffee than that when I'm on the show. That's like a good <laughs> cup, like in the house or driving. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a drink cup. That is definitely it's not a coffee cup. <laughs> and 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 that cup actually feels nicer than our it. cups. Our cups are bigger; they're the standard size. But his actually has it like a nice, yeah, it does a nice feel to it. Fits nicely in the cup holder too. You yeah, know, very like the nice. Car. Yeah, I love his little like the espresso and the headphones and the dumbbell. It's a cool. <laughs> How I wonder how many views. I'll go I'll go live if you want, Sevon. Oh wow. Oh, so that wow. would be cool. I, I want you show. know it made me nervous when you said we were gonna we were gonna go live. I got nervous. I'm game. Let's do it. If you've never gone live before, I'm ready to pop your hymen. That'd be yes. cool. Very ready. Wait, can I give can I give a factoid and let the let the chat vote on something? Not vote, but guess real quick. Sure, please. You, earlier you said Haley was making cookies so that you guys could leave them out for Santa. Yeah. What do you think the total dollar amount spent globally is on milk and cookies for Santa? Globally? You in the comment section, put in your number now. I'll tell you. It's uh, $12 billion. Okay, so that's 12, 12 bill. I did six. I did. I did. Uh, I did one fourth of the planet at six dollars a pop. No, no, not twelve bill. Eight oh, bill. Eight bill. Think? Eight billion. Because because here's the thing. There's houses that have like there's like th- there's four. I'm, I'm gonna maybe div- three billion. I'm gonna divide it by four because I'm gonna say the average house has four people, so they only need. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say. Uh, uh, what what was my guess? Twelve billion was your first. Divided by four. Three billion. Three billion is my new guess. Three, three billion. billion. Okay. Yep. Caleb, you got a guess? I'm just gonna go more than seven and say six billion. Six billion. Yeah. Okay, Jeff Baco. Thank Jeff's you. At, Jeff's at Twitter thank you. price. Over thank there. you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. That explains a lot to me, dude. You're so fucking far off. How did you even come up with that number? Can't you do fucking basic math? <laughs> oh my god. Fucking ding dong. <laughs> we got a lot of two bill, four mil, 56 billion. Let me explain to you what that would be. That would be all eight billion on the people on the fucking planet. Uh, eight times spending seven dollars on it, dude. Half the fucking planet doesn't even have access to milk and fucking cookies, you dingle dork. <laughs> oh my goodness, Collins. Collins, like, yeah, I, he's probably good. 1.1 bill, Steve Flora is not bad. 12.1 bill. It's probably going to be some like five hundred seventy-six million dollars or something. But I'm going to go two. I'm sticking with my two. No, uh, what I say three, four, uh, th- three, four, three, 
Okay. You ready? 10 million. 10 million. Four million. God, girls. God damn you fucking vaginas. I'll go into a, pl- I'll go into a fucking room with my wife and I'll see, I'll be, I'll look around and I'll be like, yep, there's 125 people in here. And we get back in the car. And I'm like, I'll be like, how many people do you think we're in there? She's like 32, 30. Oh, fuck 30. We got, we came in with five ourselves. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck. Oh my God. Holy shit. I don't ask women shit like that. Ask, give them more broad questions. Like, so what was your favorite thing you saw in the room? Not, don't ask them anything about numbers. Oh, what do you think you score the Patriots game is going to be this weekend? I don't know. 52? Seven to one? <laughs> uh, you know you can't score one point in football, right? Like, just by itself? Oh, <laughs> fucking. They thought you meant fucking women. Booball. Okay, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, your estrogen is way too fucking high. 37 million. Somebody got close in here. Yeah, it's called Colin. Okay, you ready? Yeah. A real answer? Our yeah, closest yeah. guest? And no the answer, shit. The answer is 189 million. Just in the United States? Globally. Oh, well, fuck. I take all that back. I'm a jackass. 50% Weird. of the fifty percent of the globe is Muslim, so you got to at least... <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good, good. The I'll other 10% it. Jew. You got it gone. So. Right, right. Merry Christmas to Seb on the hardworking crew, Jeremy Garcia. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Jeremy. Uh, women are bad at numbers. That's why I became an accountant. Mm, she's she's cooking the books. Jessica <laughs> Valenzuela, yeah, just to piss Seven off a hundred billion. I was I wasn't even close myself. <laughs> I wonder if you if you I was off by um uh what let's say two hundred million and I guessed uh th- three billion, so I was off by five uh, factor of fifteen, and um maybe you guys were closer. Who guessed what? No, no, no. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, you guys were closer. The girls I was ripping on were closer than me. Once again, I'm wrong. What's the title of the show? I know everything. Not even close. Fuck. Okay. Speaking of knowing everything, you were not close. You were not close. You weren't even fucking. You weren't even. He was 56 Bitcoin. That's what the B was for. Oh. Jeff's there. He's a. Uh, and you're making fun of women, and I was way close. I know. I, I get it. I get it. I fucked up. That bit fucked up. It would have been good if I was right. I know. That bit. You have to take risks, and I took a risk. I didn't drop the baby, but I definitely <laughs> fucking made myself look stupid. Okay. Uh, Maliolo, let's get to the subject. I don't know if I want to do that. I don't want to. Talking about CrossFit right now it would be like it's an old man that stumbled out into the middle of the street and and, and called me a dumb midget Armenian and like what am I going to do? Go out there and kick him? Like beat I beat him up? Like I you can't. look like the asshole? <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. Just know it's beyond. It's way worse than beyond anything anyone can put together in their head. It's just a complete fucking train wreck. But they have some fucking rock stars over there. I almost feel sorry for them. Like, what did you do? Man. I could could fix it in a month for them. One month. Boy, it really is bad. Hiller and I did another run around the YouTube channels, checked another 10 YouTube channels. 
I, maybe Nate Edwardson really knows what he's talking about. I'm hoping he does that. This is just three weeks of the dark ages and then everyone's shit will pop back up. But fuck man, there's some accounts that are just with dying on the vine out there. I check. Like, doesn't it seem like there should be more things watched because it, there isn't anything. So people would be like starved for content and like material to like watch and pay <clears> attention to follow along. Well, that's the conversation you and I had last night, right? Like, hey, let's do a show Christmas morning and Christmas night, Christmas Eve, Christmas night, Christmas Eve, night, whatever, two a days, morning and night. So that when people are driving around, they have something to fucking listen to if they want to listen or call in or people who are alone or or they hate their family. <laughs> I went to the beach yesterday. It's not even it's not even that cold at all. Um, two eighty nine. Does anyone actually believe this? By the way, the reason why Colin Lawrence said Maliolo is Maliolo has been put in temporarily at least to replace uh, the great Gary Gaines, who unfortunately has departed from CrossFit, who is head of the affiliate department. But I've told you. Um, How many people have you predicted already out of there? That's a great question. Like it's been quite a bit now. <laughs> I do want to say this. I have predicted a lot of people who would leave and I've been right about all of them. I had no, I thought Gary Gaines was for sure a keeper. Mm -hmm. Like he's a fucking stud. Mm -hmm. I mean, that guy really, he really had, did drink the Kool-Aid as much as I fucking hate new people. Like th that dude was a keeper. Like we haze that guy. Um, it sucks. It sucks. It's a, it's a huge loss to the affiliates. He's great. He's fucking great. It sucks that he's gone. I, I hope he's going on to uh, bigger and better things. You want to know who's next? I, I can't tell you, but I know. <laughs> I'll tell Caleb and Sousa after the show. <laughs> I know exactly who's next. And, uh, and, then, and then they can tell you if I'm right or not. The reason why I can't tell you is I've been told not to talk about this. And, uh, and, and so I'm trying my best to just behave. I've been told not to talk about it. And, and there are some people... Uh, uh, I do listen to some people. I have I have advisors, mentors, leaders. Um, uh, I I don't I don't want um I don't want Morning Chalk Up to go away or CrossFit to go away. I don't I, I would it would I don't want Tommy and Shawnee to go away. I want everyone to fucking thrive. If Morning Chalk Up goes away, it's like it's got to be at least one percent of my comment uh, content um uh tussling with them. Stealing, mm -hmm. and it's another one percent of shit I steal from them, plagiarize from them. I don't want anyone to go away. Can't let's just wrestle in the yard and then everyone go back and lick their wounds. This isn't a fucking fight to the death. I I I, I hope I hope it's uh, lighthearted like that. I really like that video Hiller made yesterday. Just jerking hip and steel off. Yeah, mm -hmm. fucking hip and steel is a stud. Say all the negative shit you want about him. He'll fucking smoke anyone, anyone's grandparents who are in here right fucking now. <laughs> no, no, not, not a single one of you knows someone personally who's fitter than Hip and Steel at his age or 10 years younger or 10 years older. And it's like, yeah, he's a fucking stud. Like, I just loved it that Hiller did that balance. Okay. Does anyone actually believe this? This is nuts. The January 6th thing always perplexes me. Like, this looks like a smart lady, right? You, yeah listen to what she fucking says you guys understand that if 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 like if they would have burned the whole capitol building down trump still wouldn't have been in office right or that the government was never really in threat that that's a building back there that's a domicile that's a yeah but but hobart's been neutered 
Hobart, all <laughs> let me just okay, fine, fine. You got Hobart, he's amazing. He's amazing. Don't get me wrong. Completely neutered. Just thrown onto the the, the, the all dude. There's interns that slept their way to the top that have more fucking power than fucking Hobart now. Okay. Just think about that. Get your head fucking wrapped around that. Yeah. And they're so lucky that there's people like Laura Connor and every single other fucking ding dong affiliate owner that I've had on the fucking show. When I ask them why they pay their affiliate fees, they just, they, they, they just do. Even, even Susan put them on the spot a half dozen times. Yeah, mine are actually due. <laughs> oh, when are they due? I'd like to fucking put you over the spit a little bit. Turn, give you a few turns over the spit. Is that five, what it's called, the spit? Five days ago. Oh shit! Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, no, you cannot. Right, not you. The only people I've known who've slept their way to up the ranks have had vaginas. I don't know any dude who's done that yet. Just so you know. No dudes have done that. God, that would a what a, a does anyone know? Have do you guys know any guys who've slept their way up the fucking food chain at a company? Nope. The guy who keeps uh, stealing luggage, probably. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely, he definitely slept his. Good point, Caleb. Good fucking. I know that's the thing with guys. That's why that's the thing with guys. There's too many of us that would do it. I would sleep my way to the top. I know that's the thing. That's the that's the thing. But but the thing gay guys do. Yeah, that's the thing. But you need you need another guy. Yeah, you if you're gonna you're gonna sleep your way to the top, and it doesn't mean you're not capable of the job either. It's just it's just a weird way to do it. And there's a good chance you're not capable of the job also. Very good chance. Very, 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 very good chance. You think Bill Clinton slept his way to the, to the top? The, maybe Monica Lewinsky did? Yeah, maybe. Maybe she did. Uh, young guy, old chick CEO. Bruce, okay. Willis, uh, Bruce Willis has brain damage from the vax. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> They're asking if Die Hard's a uh, Christmas movie. Christmas movie? Yeah, that's how he said. And Bruce Willis said that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, which I find completely ridiculous. It's not the Christmas party. Yes, it's a fucking Christmas movie. Shut up, Bruce Willis. You don't even know what you're talking about, your own movie. Yeah. Hey, you're dying from the vax. Is, is Bruce, <laughs> does Bruce Willis have a vaccine injury? Bruce Willis vaccine injury. No proven link between co. Of course, thank you. <laughs> of course, it's just because he's old. You know. he's old. Here's the thing, people. For all of you goofballs who think we're conspiracy theorists or whatever, once you open the door to making us require a vaccine card to fucking eat at McDonald's on Market Street in San Francisco, then you've opened the door on the other side for every single person who dies of some sort of blood clot for us to want to know if they've taken the vaccine. You see that, right? Dude, it's 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 um you created a monster in us. Everyone in your space is gonna save CrossFit. (laughs) 
Okay. Does anyone actually <laughs> believe this? That this um this uh that that there was any threat January sixth? I, 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 hey, does any one person actually believe that the government was at threat? Yeah, they all live here in the Bay Area next to us, Evan. You, but I even even all my liberal friends know that this is a hoax. That this isn't mm-hmm. like there was no threat. Okay, let's play this. This is just amazing. All right, you ready? Okay. Since the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol, when supporters of Donald Trump stormed this building, trying to prevent the election victory of Joe Biden from Pause. being certified. Pre- 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 prevent the election victory by fucking walking into that into that building? Does she know how big this fucking country is? We have a state called Alaska that's probably 10 times the size of your country. Okay, go on. These people are fucking nuts, the shit they present. On the anniversary. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. Oh, God, Sam. Oh. Hey, I, w- I will say I will say this. I, I and my dad tried to talk me off of this, and my dad's a liberal, and, and he he made a lot of sense. But I will say this: they should have just fucking opened fire on the crowd. I don't think you should be able to storm the Capitol. I don't think you should be able to storm a police station. I don't think you should be able to storm the fucking uh, the, the military base Caleb's in. I think if you attack a place like that, no, don't even fucking bother. You, you, would you guys just shoot? So would you guys just fight back immediately? They'd all be dead. They would be, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, if you attack the U.S. Embassy anywhere, it just I, – I don't care if it's, like, because you're upset that St. Patty's Day is on the wrong day in the United States or you think it's cultural appropriation of the Irish. Open fucking – you cannot fucking attack one of these buildings. You I can't, can't – not even attack. They weren't even attacking. You just can't march onto the property. You cannot. Our, our, our civil servants are in there. I know. I there was, was no storming. I understand, Heidi. But you see, but you officers literally open the gates. Yeah, that's where it gets weird, right? I I hear you. I hear you. But didn't they let him in? Yeah. Wasn't there like now? Isn't there suspicion of having like FBI like plants in there and stuff? Oh, that's it's clear. It's a hundred. But there's like a ton of video of the same people like right there as he's like instigating and being like, here, push this gate. You could come in this way, and then moves over and does the same thing to somebody else, like inst- crowd instigator. Yeah. It's so it's. It, Everyone can't be in. Okay, well, we'll keep going. There, there's some Matrix shit that I saw that I want to share with you guys. Okay, so no one believes that really, right? No, not in the way they're trying to frame it. No, okay, yeah. not at all. They're trying to frame it like, like there was literally a freaking, you know, like a, a a coordinated attack on the Capitol, stormed. Organized. Um, and, and Pelosi denied uh, additional security. Yeah, I heard those. I I heard those. Um, that recording, something like that. Welcome to the Sevon Jones show. Worth $56 billion. How much do you think this show is worth, Jeff? Evaluate us. Uh, You'd be surprised. My woke sister is visiting already picked multiple fights. She can't finish. She just calls me a fascist. Mm. You're just wrong. Ask her if you jerked off a Jew, if she would uh, cut you some slack and drop the fascist term. Ask her about the viscosity. 
<laughs> yeah, let out some of the viscosity. Call you a fascist. Isn't that just amazing? Uh, I, I, on the other end, I guess you could just call her a codependent. More needles. This show is worth exactly 75 bags of Paper Street coffee. Thank you. Yeah, you should get Paper Street coffee today with your Christmas money. <laughs> We're not allowed to talk about that anymore. We're not allowed to talk about that anymore. Oh, that's so good. Basically, anytime Caleb wants so to say anything, he sends me a text and goes, can I say this now? There has to, and it has to go through. And then I send it to Twitter fact checkers. And then yeah, they, there's a process now. Yeah, you there's might a process. hear Caleb talk a little less than normal. He's going to say four words a show instead of eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And Bruce Wayne, it doesn't lose viscosity. I don't know if you can lose or gain viscosity, but something has to change in the formula if you take out the fucking swimmers, Bruce. I think there's five. The imagine, imagine a bay with 500 million swimmers in it and then a bay without 500 million swimmers in it. The water's different. Sorry, what were you going to say, Caleb? I think the change in the formula is the loss of the swimmers. Yeah. But, yeah. Thank you. Yes. And the swimmers have a, a, a greater density to them than the rest of the objects in the pool. And so that's why I chose the term viscosity. Uh, Caleb, can you look up viscosity for uh, um, uh, Miss Allison, NYC? Viscosity. Oh, shit. We're 53 minutes in. We haven't done anything. We just talked about a baby <laughs> getting thrown cried a little bit and then now we're back to semen we're back yeah, that to was on a, yesterday's show dude, that was a heavy opener the state of being thick or sticky and semi-fluid in consistency due to internal friction so i think like the state i think like something with a greater viscosity means it's like thicker like motor oil and a lesser viscosity would be like water mm -hmm. is that true correct Oh, here it is. Oh, oh, here's a, this. Here's a little, something a little more scientific for you, Allison. The the quantity expressing the magnitude of internal friction, as measured by the force per unit area, resisting a flow in which parallel layers, um, unit distance. Okay. Oh, I have an idea. We need to take like a cup full of semen from. Okay, we have two cups full of semen, and one cup of the full of semen has the swimmers in it, and one doesn't. It's men who've been uh, had vasectomies, and we drop a penny into each one from a foot high. And see if the penny takes longer to hit the bottom in the one with semen. Now, now you're on to something. Perfect. Go. We'll film it with a really nice camera so you can watch it in slow motion and we could get that timing perfect. <laughs> yeah, the baby batter. The baby batter. Oh, Jeff's going to donate. Beautiful. Yeah, he is. What a guy. Oh, yeah. I'll do you're a good dude. See, he's a contributor. He's going to donate 56 billion semen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, uh, use my cup. I sent to California hormones. Totally. <laughs> uh, uh, that might be the wrong California hormones. Corey. <laughs> hormones. Um, 288. This one might need to be explained to me a little bit. I kind of see what this guy is saying, but do you guys think this is a stretch 288? I, I want to see what he's saying, but I can't tell if I'm making a leap of, uh, a leap here. They don't want you to think of transgenderism as a psychiatric psychological process that the person is suffering under, but yet they want to bill insurance companies. So it's got to sound like a medical condition. 
So they came up with gender dysphoria and all the while they're waving their hands going, but this is not a pathology. This is just, you know, it's kind of like a diagnosis, but it's not a pathology. Well, if it's not a pathology, why are we amputating people's genitals and breasts? What's that about, right? Is it an objective reality or not? And if it is an objective reality, why are you operating on their genitals? Since we stopped doing frontal lobotomies, nobody has done surgery for a psychological problem. They don't want you to think of trans. That's the part I think I get at the very, is he saying if you have like an occluded artery, it's an objective reality. They can see it. They can go in there and they can take out the, whatever the occlusion, they can get rid of the, the, um, the blockage that's objective, but that if you have a psychological issue, they stop doing any surgeries for psychological issues when they stop doing frontal lobotomies. And they're saying so that there's no objective reality to gender dysphoria and so there shouldn't be a surgery for it because that that's a, at least a correlate that holy fuck where this is actually um some fucking crazy sick experiment cutting off people's pe- uh, penises and breasts that, am yeah, i understanding I, that right that is that what he's saying yeah i think the like psychological issues are just reserved for that dsm that like book of mental health problems but <clears throat> they shouldn't be util- utilized in like family practice or like hospital medicine and it needs to be separated from each other because like they're not correlated in any way like just because you have a mental disorder doesn't mean that you need to receive a surgery for it Mm. it's like i can receive a surgery for my torn cartilage or my torn meniscus but i'm not going to receive a surgery because like in my head i think that it's torn or i think that it's there's a problem with it like you have to objectively see it so does that mean like obese does that mean that like obesity it kind of is straddles the line because on one hand it is a it is a it is a mental condition right so like when I want to eat it like last night I fucking ate three persimmons before I went to bed and that was a mental condition like I did not fucking need that but I was having like some sort of like hmm. mental issue so I fucking ate three persimmons but once you get so obese they'll do a surgery on you mm. Like cut yeah. out your stuff. So that one's kind because, of like straddling the line, right? Your mental you condition has led to some sort of physical manifestation. Yes. God, like weird. if you were to eat all those persimmons and be fat, then it, yeah. you would have there you could objectively see that you're fat and need something to happen. Yeah. Like so I would have eaten a bag of pretzels last night before I went to bed, but we don't have that shit in my house. But I easily would have. Yeah. But like because you eat those things, but you're not fat, it's not it's just like reverts to a mental health thing. Yeah. I need to get, be able to uh, check myself. Okay. A DSM. Yeah. The DSM is a weird thing. What a weird book. Do not, do not ever flip through that and start self-diagnosing yourself. (laughs) It's interesting, right? They stopped doing lobotomies. Take off, take off the front of your fucking head and then they take a knife and just put lines in the, in your fucking brain. I can't believe that. I mean, of all the, I can't believe any of the things that we did like a hundred plus years ago. You know, they did that to uh, JFK's uh, sister. She died in 2005, Rosemary Kennedy. Do you know that story? Susan? Uh-uh, no. I, I have a link to it here somewhere. I think it's a, if anyone wants to get ahead, if we don't get to it today, look up Rosemary Kennedy. It is a sad, sad, sad story. And you know, what's crazy with uh, what Caleb just said, like a hundred years ago, I can't believe the stuff we were doing. Yeah. We're doing it now too. Right, right, right. 
Don't anyone ever forget they fucking killed George Washington with a fucking medical experiment, and they will absolutely fucking – they're absolutely killing people today with medical experiment. Yeah. By I the millions. It. By the millions, by the way. It, it, and for those of you who are like um, Baco or like tinfoil hat, just look. The leading cause of – third leading cause of death in the United States is uh, medical errors. Yeah, and I always so, hate so, when people like do the appeal to authority argument. Well, you're not a doctor. Well, you're not a scientist. It's like – Everybody's just a person, dude. All they did was study one more subject a little bit more. They might have a little bit more of a grip on it or more experience with it and everything else, but they're not a different being. Right, they have, right. They don't have access to information, especially now in 2022, that we don't have. And and listen, listen. The guy who invented the Fosbury flop, the guy who fucking won the Olympics that year, was not a fucking track and field star. He was a dorky fucking engineer sitting in his fucking lab who figured out that those Olympians were fucking jumping wrong. And that next year he went to the Olympics and won the fucking gold practicing his fucking turning his back. And he never fucking won again because everyone took his idea and ran with it. But these were professional fucking athletes. And one other guy just thought differently and was like, man, they're so wrong. And there's fucking millions of examples like that. Yeah. Uh, 287, um, uh, get your fifth booster. Oh, here we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Breaking news. Kylie. The effects of vasectomy on seminal viscosity. Holy shit. The effects of, of, of vasectomy on seminal viscosity, volume, and pH have been investigated in freshly emitted semen of 21 healthy men before operation and three months later. Viscosity and pH decreased. I knew it. Now, why does that matter? I don't know. But I'm speculating. Kylie, maybe you could tell me this too. I'm changed significantly. God, you're hired. You don't pay well, but you're hired. He's not a doctor. Yeah, Kylie's not a doctor. Yeah. Hey, let me help you out. That's a she. Even with that small of a picture, I could tell that's a she. Uh, I have to do a lot of that for uh, Sousa. Sousa gets the sexes all fucking mixed up. Yeah, um, I don't know. Um, we got all jazzed up. <laughs> um uh so so if you change the viscosity then the sensation is probably changed bruce mm-hmm. 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 did it taste the same ribbed ribbed yeah that would be interesting to see if they taste the same i think that's dependent on your dietary habits not i'm gonna guess the semen are, are inert that they don't actually that the swimmers don't actually contribute to the taste what do you think they explode no i just think that they're i don't think this i don't think uh by inert is that not not the word i'm looking for i I, what's inert mean hold on let me oh lacking the ability or strength to move okay no uh no not that uh lacking chemically inactive maybe is what i meant like i don't i don't think i think semen probably just tastes like licking a, a steel pole like they're nothing. I think it's the other shit that makes up that that, that t- the taste. <laughs> they do not. They do not make up any of the taste. Yes, yeah, see, she knows. Confirmed. There you go. She's not a doctor. <laughs> he just googled it. She's just a professional. Oh, any information you bring to the table is a conspiracy theory, and I know more. Well, let me tell you, Jeff, what semen tastes like. Oh no, he tricked me. Oh, got you. I've, I, 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 before I ha- eat semen, I have the, uh, the, the fluid drained out. I only eat the sperm. I say, I put them through a, 
a sifter. A centrifuge? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Pull out the swimmers. Okay, uh, 287, get your fifth booster. Great contribution, Kylie. You're now uh, a lead in contributions for the Christmas Eve show. That's a, a really amazing. A contributor. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, fat. this is fascinating. Okay, yes, yes. So so the people of Mundari try b- bathe in cow pee due to their belief that it prevents many infections due to their belief. And, and here it is. Look at this guy. I don't even recognize that as a cow. But there you go. But don't worry. That you'll get your fifth booster thing. and you'll be just fine. You'll be just fine. That, you that looks you think than the that's... We have. <laughs> yeah, it was stronger. More water pressure. Yeah, water pressure. Definitely more water pressure. It's probably warmer so, too. You think that there's some company out there by the billions making doses of some drug that you believe in and it's mandatory for your kids to take to go to school is less crass than this or less common sense than this? I, I, I disagree. I, I, would, I would do that a thousand times over. If I was there, I would try that before yeah. I would allow fucking – Carl Schwab or Charles Barkley or whoever that is, Klaus Schwab, to uh, force an injection on my kids. No problem. What smells worse, that guy or the Liver King? Yeah, the Liver King's getting a lot of bad rap for his odor. Yeah, I've seen that quite a bit. Caleb, is the water still slimy over there? Uh, no. We okay. use a lot of bottled water, that's for sure. From semen to pee, Merry Christmas. <laughs> What more could you ask for? It's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> okay. Everyone relax, relax. Turn your ears on and just enjoy a beautiful riff here. It's called Black Skin 286. I would love a guest to come on the show and do this bit. God, I would love it. This is so amazing. 286. I don't know who this guy is, by the way, but he's so good. No clue. I was dark skin until I got here. I got to America and I met some people. And I'm like, I, he said, You black? I said, Of course, we are black. He said, No, you black as shit. <laughs> I said, What the fuck you mean? <laughs> One guy told me I look like under the bed. Oh, no. <laughs> Yo, have you looked under the bed? It's dark as fuck under the bed. <laughs> they told me I look like I have no bright ideas. <laughs> they said the difference between me and midnight is 11.59. <laughs> Shut up, man. Just said when God said let there be light, I was out of town. <laughs> they told me I have to wear white gloves before I eat chocolate. <laughs> I don't bite my fucking fingers. <laughs> they told me every time I take a shit, I think my dick fell off. <sighs> Not like this. Somebody told me Stevie Wonder. They told me Stevie Wonder sees me every day. That's dark as fuck. <laughs> that motherfucker don't see shit. <laughs> I had no clue I was dark until I got here. I got to America. Oh, Welcome to America. Holy fuck. Michael Blackson. Is that, who, is that really that guy's name? Oh, he's so good. God. Okay. <clears throat> uh, the Washington Post, 285. The Washington Post is now reporting. Remember, these are the same people who insisted on gym closures were the right way to go. 
all pandemic. And now they are reporting that any working out, any working out. Oh, this is a different article, but it says regular exercise protects against fatal. Oh, okay. Sorry. Next. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Another kind of money. Uh, Imagine someday this podcast will be big enough to where we'll be able to pay for subscriptions for all the links that we want to go to. Anyway, the Washington Post is now reported. I think there's another link to it up here coming up. Is that they reported that any exercise would will uh, fights off COVID? It's so crazy. And remember, they closed the gyms, but my Baskin Robbins stayed open the entire pandemic. The entire. So, I, it, it, you you know that if you eat ice cream, you're more likely to die. But if you go to the gym, you're less likely to die. But the Baskin Robbins was left open. Dude, everyone around me is fucking like so sick. Still, this thing is this is the gift that keeps giving. It's crazy. It is crazy. My mom got sick and, and went and got one of those bags, fluid bags. Do you have access to those, Caleb? Could you give yourself you a, Sorry, bags those, those vitamin bags? Do you have access to those? Oh, uh, no. Oh, we give straight saline. Oh, because that's like the big thing around here. My mom was pretty sick and she did that because my wife did it. My wife suggested it to her. And my mom said that she felt better like within two days. Hmm. Honestly, if people come in here and they say that they feel sick, we'd basically just say tough shit, homie. See you later. Wash wash with piss. Yeah. Yeah. Wash with piss. Close the gym or we'll die. I know. Isn't it fucking great line? Close the gym or we'll die. Yeah. Yeah. Another Wisconsin started to allow Yeah. I remember that restaurants to sell alcoholic beverages to go. Yeah. They did that here too. Biggest win of biggest win of COVID. Margarita buckets to go. Yeah, yeah, that's that's funny. <laughs> if only two years ago, doctors would have warned us that if we locked down, we would have a really bad rebound of sickness after. But they're scientists, Jacqueline. But they're scientists; they know. <laughs> uh, the vitamin uh, treatment centers are pretty good. Make expensive piss. Yeah, it looks like piss. I told my kids that when my wife was getting it, it was just a bag of piss. Uh, military healthcare right now. Hey, doc, I'm feeling sick. All right, put a mask on. Go back to work. <laughs> Dude, they don't give a shit anymore. They used to be like, all right, 10 days off, 14 days off, you know, just get some rest, stay home, you know, just social distance, all that stuff. And then they realized how much work wasn't getting done because they were sending everybody home. And they're like, fuck you, get back to work. Yeah. Put that mask on. Is that really policy? Put the mask on? Um, it used to be, I don't know if it is anymore. It's been a while since I've been in the States. So we don't do it here. We don't really give a shit. Everybody's going to get sick regardless. Like we have like a fucking (laughs) cold that's just shitting on everybody lately. Uh, wow. Wow. It's been a long time since we've had a a donation. Philip Kelly, 9999. Of course, everyone's six. What did they expect? Of course, everyone's sick. What did they expect to happen after locking people down for two years? Merry Christmas. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Wow. We're having Philip back on the show soon, right? Yep. Yeah, I agree. Philip is making you guys all look bad. Thank you. Not you, though. You look great. <laughs> Man, I sh- you know that brilliant idea I shared with you? To take over fucking to for that account, that Instagram account. 
I shared it with uh, Allison's husband yesterday. I walked on the beach with Allison's husband yesterday. Oh, what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. He fucking what? I could his fucking juices started flowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, he was like, he's got a little pep in his step. He's like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's fucking insane, right? I can you not believe it? No one's it's done it. Such a good idea. Did you? Does Caleb know? No, I've been told. Oh, Caleb we got to tell him afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get his thing too. I I really feel like that's. <laughs> uh two two eighty four. Are you this guy? What if we all lived in the same town and we all walked on the beach together? That'd be cool. That would be cool. If we had a studio and the three of us all like, like we went there every day. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. You guys, this is so fucking good. It, it, are, are you this guy? Not this guy, but you'll know what guy I'm talking about in a second. Yeah. You, you, we need audio for this. This is so good. Have you seen this Caleb? Oh, good. Bury me. Always one good motherfucker in the crowd. I did mean all of us. We, it would be awesome if we all walked on the beach together every day. There's this beach by my house, and it's like I just show up at it at all times, and there's like a little community down there. God, I just love it. That, what? What'd you say? We wouldn't even have to do a show. We'd just all hang out. No, we'd still do a show. <laughs> no, don't, don't get carried away, Caleb. Carried away. Uh, how great is that, that that guy, random guy just comes up and hugs him? Yeah, fuck everybody else in that crowd. Yeah. yeah. How'd they get but the it, crowd? But it's hard to be that guy. But but we all got to do it. We all got to do it. That's pretty wild. It's really cool of him. Remember, people who don't talk to strangers don't talk to angels. Mm. Run with that. Run what, with that. This, that Did video is that? weird, right? Are you weirded out by that video? You mean like it was a stunt? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Even if it is fake, I still like it. Yeah. It just I just don't know how you would get a crowd that big for this. Oh, that's like, a like, lot like of there, people. In that's a lot of people. <clears throat> well, may, maybe that guy, maybe that guy yeah. said, can I have your attention? Can I have your attention? Or he did something. like, I don't know what the intro to it is. Yeah. Well, how, how do you, you know what I mean? Or maybe he was juggling balls or how do you think that he got all those? Like, what do you think? They said, maybe they saw a camera come out or. That could. Yeah. That's I mean, cool. there was obviously some sort of intro we didn't see, but you'd be surprised how easy it is to manipulate a big crowd. Like right. Just by just by yelling and putting yourself out there, like people fall in line really quickly. We were at a graduation for my brother at San Diego State University, and I was pushing my grandpa in the wheelchair, and I was with my uncle, and like nobody would move, and we had to get all the way across, and all these families are there, and they're taking pictures, and it's just flooded with people, and you can't even move. And my uncle's very mild mannered, so he's kind of just like, uh, "Excuse me, excuse me." So I literally just stood there for a minute, kind of looked, and I was like excuse me folks as loud as we could it's like we have a potential emerging emergency here and i was like and i'm gonna and then everybody just parted and then i just kept doing it and then my uncle like got all embarrassed and kind of did this but just like followed behind because the whole sea of people parted because crowd control is like not it's like weird well, you'd be surprised at how if they're not paying attention it's it's easy to start manipulating and moving people 
that guy that guy did something obviously to get that crowd yeah like he did i mean he i mean so so but even if it's fake let me tell you like well they do setups like that where two guys will pretend to fight and like gather a crowd and they start like getting pushy and someone's just going behind him and stealing all their stuff like pickpocketing oh oh shit so they're like creating oh, a distraction shit. and then somebody goes in and does that that's why anytime i see something like that and i see a crowd form my first thing is like okay check your whole entire surrounding like what are you what's why is my attention being focused here and like what am i missing moses moza M- moses moses souza yeah parts <laughs> yeah. the parts the sea it's like this Yesterday I was at the beach. I'm cruising along. There's this lady who I had met there. I hadn't seen her in a year. She's a grandmother. And she she had and I actually thought she had died. She has Parkinson's. Is that the thing where you shake? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I saw her and and, and she goes, Sevon, hi. I'm like, hi, I forget your name. She's like, Julia. I'm like, hi, Julia, what's up? She's like, Oh, I'm so glad I ran into you. I'm back for the winter visiting my family. I'm like, oh, great. And she gets off her bike and she's like shaking and we talk and she's like, I'm so glad to see your kids. And I see her eyes like starting to fill with tears, you know, and there's people everywhere. And so we talk, we, we, we talk for, I don't know, five minutes, just shoot the shit. Good to see you back for the winter. And then before I leave, I don't, I, I know it's going to be uncomfortable, but I got to give her a big fucking hug. I got to take a deep breath. Like, I got to go over there and I have to touch this fucking human being and let her touch me and let her know, like. You're such a hippie. Yeah. She just has to, we, we both have to know. And, uh, and it was cool, but, but it's like that, like, like, you know what the right thing to do is, you know, that, that guy, even if that was fake, it's, it's it's still, that guy did the right thing. Like you, you need a guy like that. Mm Mm-hmm. I am a hugger, but not not strangers, not, not strangers so much. I didn't grope her, no. But I held her like how I hold my mom. Like when I hold my mom, I really hold my mom. Like so, because and I started doing that when um after I had kids, because I realized how powerful it was when my kids hug me. So now when I hug my mom, I like I make sure that like she knows, hey, this is your son. I usually like will push my fingers into my mom's back. I love it when my boys do that. Can you oh, touch yeah. fingers when you give somebody a hug? Can I? No, not my, my mom. I can't. My, my most people, I can't. I would hug you. I'd hug everyone in the in this. I would. I would be so excited. I, I just that I kind of made myself sad that we all don't live together and um, walk on the beach together. It's such a good life. Oh, well, summer's right around the corner. Maybe we could set up a live thing this year. Everyone should just come bring their tents. It's okay in Santa Cruz. Hanging at the ranch. Oh, I I'll hug my mom like that today. Yeah. They, they, as a parent, yeah, you just I love do. being touched by your kids. There's nothing better. Um, okay, uh, 283 uh, police. Um, no, I will not. Shut up. I like your new logo, by the way. Much better. Much better than that one that was all sloppy with the swoosh and shit through it. Oh, I did hug you. Yeah. You're probably one of the few people I've ever hugged that I'm taller than. Um. Uh, police brutality, two eighty three. Why don't you say anything about police brutality? When last time police didn't kill the nigga? It happens a lot. Uh, I'm a guy that's big, big on statistics. 
Police shootings, and I want people to really hear me, homie. Police shootings, killing the unarmed nigga, is the least of our problems in America. They don't, they ain't, they ain't shot nigga on his way to school. They ain't shot no nigga getting off work. They ain't shot no nigga in a high visibility construction vest. They ain't shot a nigga in no suit. They ain't shot nigga with his pants pulled up and his shirt tail tucked in. They ain't shot a, they, no, police brutality is small compared to black on black homicide rates. Police brutality is small to the 73% of households that headed by single women. Police brutality is small compared to only 33, 36% of black children can read on or above their grade level. Uh, police brutality is small when you got over 2 million children in, in the United States of America who suffer from, from, from hunger. Uh, nah, homie, that's the least of our problems. Why don't you say anything? How crazy is it? That's a fucking shitload of words that dude just put together and a profound fucking like 99% of America can't put together what that guy just put together. By the way, every time they bleep that word out, I say it in my head. Like, like, like how I imagine he would say it. <laughs> fucking bleep it out. You fucking idiots. <laughs> fucking pussies. Uh, it, it, what a, what a brilliant presentation, right? Like, yeah, no, that, that's what I would always say. Show me the 12-year-old uh, kid, black kid, playing the tuba on his front lawn that the kid that the cop shot. There isn't one. There isn't one. And when he said small, he meant minuscule. He meant minuscule. It's nuts. That, seriously, uh, that if, if Joe Biden is a one as a president, this guy's a fucking 10. This guy's a shoe win for fucking president of the United States. Have have you watched most of his other stuff? Like, did you start looking into him after you found this clip? No, you know who this guy is. Yeah, I thought it. Did I send this to you? Probably. Oh, because I I, I want to have this guy on the show. Why. This guy that that's a mouthful he put together, dude. That is a strong, compelling fucking gang of words he put together. Yeah, I put I found it on like a like a YouTube Shorts or something, and I, I still watched like a couple of his uh, things, and it was pretty good. <clears throat> I thought I, for some reason, I thought I sent it to you as a potential guest, but maybe. Yeah, let's get him. Uh, he can't pronounce compared. Yeah, he acts and he compare. He yeah, he's got his his slang is crazy, but it that's what's so hypnotizing for me. That's the I I find it so hypnotizing the way he talks. Did you see I that first that comment too, which goes <laughs> by to what uh, Jeff said on the thing? It said, "Don't get caught up in the in the uh, way he's talking. Like focus on the message." Oh, I love the way he's talking. Yeah, where's the comment? Yeah, don't get caught up in the speech and miss the message. Yeah. Yeah, well, that the only people who get caught up in the speech are are liberals. Actually, that's not true. Uh, Sunil Matwani, I always uh, tell father, I, I always hear the fatherless argument. What's your solution here? All I hear are complaints about this and never solutions. Um, the thing is the, the main thing is, and, and a lot of people talk about this podcast, the main thing that, that the main argument that I hear is it, 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 the society rewards single mothers. So basically probably Susie can speak to it better than I can, but society rewards single mothers and that needs to stop. 
you have to stop rewarding single mothers. And how does that work? It's things like in San Francisco where you get a universal basic income if you're a single black woman. And you have to realize at the core that that is the root of systemic racism. It Basically, it's codependency. You're allowing the government the, – the government has to stop playing the role of husband. The government is trying to play the role of husband, and it's separating men and women. And although it sounds nice, and they call you a fascist if you're against it, we have to stop it. By the way, the, um, uh, the young lady who said her sister called her uh, fascist, play that video for her. Play that video for her. See what she says. Basically – we have to start making people personally accountable and person. We have, we have to make a society that's not, that doesn't have a government that makes us codependent, but that leads us to personal responsibility and personal accountability. Mm. Uh, rewarding single mothers, such an awful take. I don't know what that means. Reword it, Jeff. Reword it and put it back in the, um, in the comments and see your take on it. Uh, um, uh, Sunil, so, so, the, so the answer is eliminating welfare if, the, if it keeps happening. Um, it's not eliminating welfare. It's if you're going to reward people, reward people for doing the right thing and not the wrong thing. Reward people for what they, you know, it's the JFK thing. Ask people what you can do for uh, your country, not what your country can do for you. We have to we have to build a mindset that, I mean, the, the whole Democratic Party is based on buying votes. And the poor people are, the easier it is to buy the votes. And so they try to keep people poor and dependent on the government. Our welfare state incentivizes mothers to leave the baby daddy and not marry him. That has to end. And I, I know you're asking me a yes, or, uh, a yes or no. Oh, so what are so you're asking what are other solutions besides um, changing the, the welfare state? Um, re- reforming education, get, change, completely change uh, the, way, the way we teach people. Homeschool your kids. Um, if you if you really want to dig into it, uh, start reading some of Thomas Sowell's stuff. Start speaking the truth. Don't let people get away with fucking lies like that. Like the lie that cops are fucking killing black unarmed black men. So it's a fucking lie. It's a fucking lie. If you believe in science and statistics and numbers. It was, two, it was like in 2019, it was 12 unarmed black men were killed by, by police in 356 million traffic stops. At that point, it's, a, it's such, such an insignificant number. You can't even tell if it's true. Uh, it's all about sex. It's all started when we broke the link between sex and procreation. No, don't ban, uh, no, don't ban no-fault divorce. Yeah, you you have to be you have to be conscious of people who get into some bad situations too. I wish I could give you a better answer, Sunil. I know I'm not giving you a very good answer. I mean, it's such a complex thing that there's not going to be a, a one happy thing that you have to slap on it. You just have to look at like where the incentives have been placed and then what was the long-term outcome of that and then how could you make some adjustments and then kind of watch how that affects the incentives and the outcome and then keep adjusting from there. And one of the things is like, Savon, you already said it, it's, it's just they just want dependence. So if I lock you in on something and then I'm your paycheck, 
who you're going to vote for, who you're going to keep in office. You still want your same benefits. And so the system just keeps feeding itself. It's not actually set up to help people, but set up to help political parties and systems. Uh, uh, caller, just one second. I want to read this. When I was a single parent in the university, I took advantage of subsidized rent and daycare to afford to go to school. I used it for a short time. A lot of people say it's a way of life to live on welfare. Hey, good on you, by the way. Good job. You're a beast. Okay, caller, go ahead. I, I'm just going to, you know, back up the radical social conservative position. Please, um, please. It is, it is all, it is all about sex. The rates of increased fatherlessness in black homes started when we legalized the pill, when we legalized abortion and Planned Parenthood built clinics in black neighborhoods to build a system of eugenics in the country. And so now people pursue sex with the belief that they can do it without procreation. And it, it never works like that. And that's why uh, a, ch a black child growing up in 1920, 80% uh, of them grew up in a two-parent home. And now it's about 10% grow up wow. in a two-parent home. Wow. Um, wow. But, but you're supposed to believe you're supposed to believe that we've progressed as a society. We've given people rights, freedom of choice, when in reality, it's devastated the lives of the poorest, neediest among us. You can't have this conversation without talking about social issues. Um, so that, that's, that's my only And then they would come back with, so what are you saying? You outlaw the pill? You, out, you outlaw condoms? I mean, right? And, and, and that yeah. is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Uh, I can't. Laws should be oriented towards the public good. Oh, brother. God damn, though, dude. You can't do that because the public good right now is to force injections on kids. But, well, that that's not, I mean, that's not the well, public good, for, right? Because it's the same are, reason. Do you believe in the death penalty? Do you believe in the death penalty? Do you believe in the death penalty? Uh, in very, very limited circumstances, almost often, almost always, no. But and, uh, and is the reason know, why because you don't trust they're going to kill the right man? Because that's the reason why I don't believe in the death penalty. I, for two I, reasons: yeah, I one, I don't believe this. I don't believe the system is always going to get it right. And then two, if you kill someone, that means someone has to be the killer. And I hate creating killers. I, I agree with you, but I think there is there is a point where someone is such a threat to themselves or other people where it may be the only option. I don't know if that's the case now. It should almost always not be the option. Um, but the death penalty, people always use it as the, the, the parallel to abortion. It's very different because there's, there is a world where someone, you have to kill someone to protect others. Um, well, but yeah. there, is, there is no world in which uh, killing the life of an innocent baby is legitimate. Um, but before you go, let me read this to you because this is truth. Is 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 this is a hundred percent true? Whether mm -hmm. you're Christian or not, this is like, mm -hmm. and, and I'm not a Christian. But here you go. This perhaps the problem is the divergence away from Christian values. Yeah, if we had an entire country with Christian values, this shit would not be like this. I mean, that's and I'm not a Christian, but I'm telling you, it's the truth. I've always found it strange that people call for mothers to stay with the baby daddy, but still encourage casual sex. Yeah, if we had a country with Christian values, we would not be in this position. Well, and what did, what did John Adams say? John Adams said that our system of rights and our bill of rights, our democracy was built for a moral and religious people. 
And so we have to reevaluate what that means in a world where you're exactly right. We are no longer, we are an unmoored society from any semblance of absolute truth. Um, and I, I think we're, we're about to bear the real serious consequences of that. Dude, how about that statistic? I just can't get it out of my fucking head that one for every three babies born melanated, one is killed. Oh yeah. Before well, it well, makes it out of, New- before it makes it out of the womb, before it makes it out of the womb. Yeah. And in that's- New York city more and more black babies are, are aborted than birth. Oh God. I can't. The greatest city in the world. I in the greatest country in the world. Fucking nuts. Absolutely fucking batshit crazy. Okay, well, thank you for calling with your extremist views. See you guys. Okay, Anytime. Buddy, Merry, Christmas. Okay, Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You know what's funny about the uh, comment Clive made? That um, book that I just finished up, The Battle for the American Mind, talked about how the the underlying Christian values, traditional Christian values being stripped out of the school system was the seed that planted towards like the, uh, you know, progressive, uh, mindset or culture that is now involved in the schools that has turned into kind of like this woke ideology as some people would uh, say. And so they even just said let that the Christians do their fucking thing. They're just let the religious people flourish. Well, the thing was, is it wasn't necessarily a religion that they pushed, but it was about uh, personal responsibility and like personal ethics and morality. And so it was like baked into everything we did and it served like a you were serving a greater purpose beyond you. And that was what the underlying theme was. And if you serve yourself, it's not fulfilling. And eventually that leads to negative things. And if you feel a higher purpose to help others, usually you also find self-fulfillment in that journey as well. But you're taking on the responsibility of, hey, I need to do good in the world for everybody else because there's something I need to work on that's bigger than just myself. And so the claim in the book was, is that once that got stripped out, because even when they were starting a lot of the school system here in the US in the um, you know late 1700s, early 1800s, and, and that started to come into formation, some of the um, Christian values and stuff that they were learning about society then were still already uh, outdated at that time, outdated. But the reason why they kept it in was because they knew that they needed that moral fiber through the culture and through society. Even though you still had freedom of religion, you still had to have that layer of like morality and serving something beyond yourself baked into the culture to be able to have a self-governing people. They should teach that in school. You don't. They should teach morality in school. They and, used and, to, but it got taken out. And by that I mean not 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 as if it's truth. Just just like they should teach the Bible in school, not as if it's truth. But should, these are powerful tools. Yeah. Um, I remember my sophomore year in high school, my teacher had us do Job, and we acted it out, and we read it, and we spent the whole quarter, and we all got reading parts in it, and it was like one of my f- most favorite things I ever did in high school. And he's like, and I it was a public school. And he's like, and I don't care if one of you reports me. Fuck, I'm so glad he did that. I love that story. Well, I don't know if I love it. But it stuck with me. It was a crazy story. Keith Knapp, thank you. I really appreciate it, dude. Thank you. Thanks, Keith. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. What are you saying thank you for? I'm not sharing with you. Oh, what? <laughs> Merry Christmas, uh, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> um, going, going back to uh, 
Oh, the uh, Job. The legend uh, concerns Job, a prosperous man of outstanding piety. Satan acts as an agent provocateur to test whether or not Job's piety is rooted merely in his prosperity, but faced with the appalling loss of his possessions, his children, and finally his own health. Job still refuses to curse God. Um, the, uh, going back to what you were saying about uh, serving others, and that goes back to the thing about what we started the show when you stop thinking about yourself is when you experience love. So when you see that girl from across the room and your brain comes to stillness, you're experiencing love and, but and you think she's the mechanism for it. And so you pursue her in that, um, to pursue that sensation you got that stillness of mind. You might think it's her titties or her long hair or what all this stuff or her smile or how, but really it's something that happened inside of you that you experienced when you reacted to her. Uh, should we teach the Torah to, yeah, teach, yeah, yep. all of it, to yeah. talk to all of it, mm-hmm. all of it. Absolutely. All of it. Take a story from fucking all of those things that have this tremendous, huge impact, um, on the world and show how they all relate and connect. Yeah. Even that too. Yeah. Pick all the stories that have a dog in them. The dogs of spirituality. Yeah. And the Kuran because it has the coolest name. Oh, I, I'm really going to trick Sevy up, and I'm going to bring up uh, uh, science. Should they do Scientology too? <laughs> uh, to um, Trish, you do learn about morality. That's what the humanities are for. The humanities, um, everyone says, we don't need. Uh, where did the caller find his stats? Uh, are you talking about um, the stats for uh, uh, nineteen uh, in 1920? 80% of uh, melanated people were married and today it's less than 10 percent. that's that start googling around it's everywhere if you really if you allison you want to read a fucking crazy book get this audiobook it will blow your fucking brain two books get get libertarianism by david boaz listen to the audiobook it's so fun but there's this guy named thomas sowell and he wrote civil rights this book will f- civil rights Rhetoric or reality? Listen to that audiobook. Civil rights, rhetoric or reality? God, wouldn't it be amazing if we could get that guy on the show? Yeah. He's got to be pushing 100, right? Thomas Sowell on the show? That'd be crazy. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Hey, if you guys, if, if anyone likes Jordan Peterson, you will do, you will do a thousand backflips for Thomas Sowell. That libertari- libertarianism book that you suggested? Yeah. That should be the foundation of teaching of government in schools to really understand the difference between like what liberty is and yes. how that, that, that is protected by the Republic. And it's not just a democracy. If you're confused right? about the difference, yes, between liberty and democracy, that is, you have to read that book. Yeah, if you don't know that fundamental difference, it, it's, it's going to be tough to like navigate in the political world. And I don't think most politicians do know. I don't think they know either. That person hung up. Bye caller. Merry Christmas. Okay. Uh, where were we? Uh, so was 92, what Zombie said. Oh. Perfect. Oh, uh, well, um, I, I, I don't know, but you can go to, the CDC, go to the CDC website and start looking around. That's where I got my numbers. For every three born, one's aborted. And so there you, from there, you could break it down into um, uh, locations. Yeah, it's... It's got to be pretty bad somewhere because somewhere else it's not as bad. Oh, 
That's not what it looks like on the New York City Health website. What Allison's picture offends me. <laughs> uh, it's it's Sowell, as in ow. Oh, Sowell? Uh oh, I, shut the fuck up. Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't even know. What, what do you mean? What offends you about it? I think he's joking. I, think I don't I, know how your boobs sit like that. <laughs> I, I, I can't even, when I look at it, I, it throws my brain off. I, I think like 50% so, of what uh, Jeff says is just the like, because he knows he'll get a reaction out of us. I don't know how they sit like that. Uh, okay. I'm still stuck. Oh, uh, uh, 282. The first, Bi- this is, I just thought was interesting just to, uh, the first Bible ever that was printed in the United States. First English Bible was called the, um, Atkin Bible in 1782. And it's the only Bible that was endorsed by Congress. It kind of ties into that whole go. Yeah. Go ahead. Play this. Yeah. It's called the Atkin Bible. Uh, it's a, it's a cool, uh, wiki link. A I T K E N Bible of 1782. This is a copy of what the first Bible printed in English in America looked like. This Bible was printed by the U.S. Congress in 1782. In the records, it says that this Bible was, quote, a neat edition of the Holy Scriptures for the use of our schools, end quote. So the first Bible printed in America in English was printed by Congress for the use of our schools. It's worse than that. In the front of the cover, it says that Congress resolved the United States and Congress assembled recommend this edition of the Bible to the inhabitants of the United States. So the first Bible printed in English in America was done by the guys who signed the documents, endorsed by Congress, and done for use of schools. And we're going to be told that they don't want any kind of religion and education. They don't want voluntary prayer. No, it doesn't make sense. This is... I don't know how they got rid of voluntary prayer. That's fucking batshit crazy. By the way, don't want to get excited, and that means that we need to, like, Bibles everywhere. But it's just an interesting fact. No one run with that. That's the problem with all the fucking Bible beaters. They're like, well, God said. Just shut the fuck up. God said. <laughs> Carried away. Unless you're with your crew and you need to like keep them in check. But when you're not with your crew, when you're with the heathens like myself, you got you got to manipulate me a little differently. Just want to say Merry Christmas to the boys in chat. Love you all. Good conversation always. Trish. Oh boy. Thanks Angela Merkel. Oh boy. Thanks. Yeah, Trish. that's stupid. That's stupid too. The pl- getting rid of that complete I start doing that with my kids, the Pledge of Allegiance. You know, it's funny. Here's well, this the, uh, is it. It's about natural law. We should live according to how things are created. Yeah, and that's a personal. We, it's about natural law. We should live according to how things are created to exist. That's a personal choice if you want your life to be easy and good. Go ahead, Susan. The Pledge of Allegiance was ushered in by the progressives as the first step to move away the schools away from religion. To get rid of the Pledge of Allegiance? No, to in, input it. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Oh, wow. So you're pledging wow. your allegiance to the country, not to your creator. Did you read that somewhere? That's really, that was part of the, and then, and then, and then eventually take away the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. And it was saying that a lot of the, I'm trying to get this right. Cause I, I really wish I would have prepared for this conversation. Cause I hate when I fucking want to like really drive home a point from factual stuff, but I don't have the information directly in front of me to recall it exactly. But, it's okay. 
That's okay. That's the, a story of my life. Don't worry. I was yeah. ripping on women earlier and then I was the dumbass. So dude, I, I, I've set the bar low for you. So a lot of the people, one of the guys that was the big pusher of like having a, um, like a uniformed curriculum for schools and stuff like that was actually one of the, uh, people who studied a lot of German, um, Marxist philosophy. And in fact, that's where we get the word kindergarten from kindergarten is a German, a German word. word. Yeah. And, uh, so when when he came in as they ushered stuff off, they started to move it away from the what they're calling like the the Western like Christian uh, Padilla and moved in this progressive type of thing where they're pledging allegiance to the state. When you hear the word, uh, yeah, it, it, so basically, um, we gave you were eating a candy bar. We switched it with uh, three Pringles, and now we're going to take the three Pringles away from you. Yeah. And so then and then it evolved from there where they wanted to take away like under God after a little bit because they decided that like that was like putting religion in, in schools. But if you listen to the first start, you're, you're pledging allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And for the Republic in which it stands. Isn't it, it the, the word God is so. Oh, I, it, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to say about it. On one hand, it's such a powerful word, and on another word, it just means nothing, right? It's like leave it, leave it alone. Like, it, like what? Is, what is? But words are the most powerful thing we possess. That's why the First Amendment comes before the Second Amendment. Right? Is that really true? They're in the order of their importance. I want. I want to say yes. That's a fact. And. Have people jump on me, but I would assume <laughs> that when that document was created, there was a lot of thought put into it. And people know that if I have the power of word to influence the masses, it doesn't matter if you have the right to bear arms. If I just come with fucking 200,000 people. Uh, I found it. It actually looks true. Fuck. In 2012, black women in New York City aborted more than 6,500 pregnancies than they birthed. I, let me read that again. 2012 melanated women. There's also, uh, I don't know. I was finding some stats too, but I'm not gonna. They look different, so you just read it however you want. Did you find that there were no uh, kids melanated in New York in 2012? Yeah. That's what I found. <laughs> no, I found it the opposite. I think, um, but I didn't even know. I didn't even know there were black people in fucking New York. <laughs> Why is that shocking? You know why it's shocking. Any of us could have. That could have happened to any of us. Aren't you glad it didn't? Uh, 281, Fetish TV. Uh-oh. How are you guys on time? Fine. Fine. Hanging. What do you guys think about this? What do you guys think about the fact so about doing two shows in a day? It's, it's a it's a conversation that um, Susan and I have all the time, and we're not sure like if we do a show this morning. Oh, this is so amazing! <laughs> I I feel so bad for liking stuff like this. Let's play this. This is so good. I don't know why. This is what's wrong with me. Large man gets thrown down upper deck at Bears versus Packers game. I just cannot. I just love watching human bodies move, and I just cannot. There's so many good angles of this video. Okay. We'll, we're going to watch this like five times in a row. So don't worry oh if you miss it. Goodness. Don't worry Thank if you God. miss it. <laughs> we're going to watch this so many times. Don't worry. And there's another angle you're going to get too. Fuck you. Fuck you. 
What the fuck? Was his belt on backwards? Oh, no. No, no, no. How, I, I can't even tell what his body's actually doing. Neither can he. <laughs> I. You're never going to believe this other angle now. Hold up before you see this. You're never going to believe this other angle. No, he wasn't thrown. You're going to. I, I couldn't. It, it's so weird. How it's it such a violent ending for such not a violent beginning. This is. This, and this is kind of why I decided. If it didn't have the second angle, I wouldn't have shown you this. This other angle is going to. Um, yeah, I would never go to a pro football game either. You're right. Idiots everywhere. Watch this. Oh, shit. What? It's so entertaining. Watch this crazy shit. What is happening? Look, he picks something off his ass or something. How is that guy not dead? Okay, one more time. This is fucking crazy. Look, and they're just talking. What's he do to his ass? He Does he pull a handful of hair off the guy's ass or something? It looked like he was trying to grab by his belt. It, this is... Uh, I cannot believe that... How much does that guy weigh? 400? 380? Easily. Yeah. He's holding his cell phone. Who is? And then look, he does something to his the, the guy who gets thrown down the stairs. Oh. See, look, 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 he, he's grabbing his belt there, it looked like. Yeah, he's trying to grab his belt. Like to pull his pants up? No, probably to, no, like, to pick him up. Leverage. Yeah, then just hucks him. That's so weird. You can tell he kind of feels a little bad about doing that because he's like, ooh, that was a little bad. And then, Bro, yeah. you could have killed yeah. him. Oh, could have yeah, killed him. Sure. Oh, for sure. That's all concrete, dude. He hits his head. He's fucking brain Yeah, dead. yeah. Well, shit, this is hard. See, Sevon Sugar saved him. Yeah. That's, that's oh, Billy. Billy. <laughs> Billy <laughs> always sees the glass half full. Saved him short term, <laughs> kills him long term. Billy always <laughs> sees the glass half full. He was trying to finger him. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, you know, sure. Could be. Jeff. What if he would have done that? Man gets sodomized at Packers game and then thrown downstairs. That would be a great headline. Little oil Man and Packers get sodomized. <laughs> hey, dude, imagine some little kid was walking up the stairs and that dude would have just steamrolled him. Mm. Oh, the shit, fat guy initiated it. Hey, you don't know. Adam, how do you know? Adam's yeah. like, I was in the seats three over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam's like, that's me. He has Down syndrome. Yeah, look at this. Look at, guys. Look at. That is. God, look how, how high his ass crack is. Yeah, that's. Dude, his body's twisting. Look at, I just, like this. You Look how far his stomach hangs down. Do, do you know like in a car accident like when it's just about over there's like a last like subtle movement that's like it's settling he's so big it has that too like even when it's over the sh all that body still has yeah. to settle wait wait he's a jeff says look at his face at the end i don't know if that's a clear interpretation because he did just get hucked out a flight of stairs so everybody's oh, face oh. is gonna look a little fucked up when they get up from that 
Oh, my God. Look at the guy in the left with the blanket over his legs. He's in sheer panic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look at the reaction. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Look at it. He's like, look at him. He's like, oh. Oh, and the person in the front row grabbed their mouth. They can't even believe what they're seeing. Bear down. Who has more uh, cleavage, uh, that guy's butt crack or Allison? Let me see that. Let me see that one more time. For sure, that guy's butt crack. It's close. Holy shit! It's close. Oh my goodness. Okay, that's enough butt crack. That's called fetish TV. That clip. I'm afraid Amazing. to admit I'm mildly turned on. <laughs> Who, who's who's mildly turned on? <laughs> Wrote that way. What? Jeff, Jeff wrote that. <laughs> I'm so confused. Merry Christmas, Alan. Christian, I think so too. Christine, Allison, yes, I think you're right. Uh, get that guy on the uh, get that guy on the show. Maybe he's down to try California hormones. Yeah, he's probably gotta lose a couple lbs first. Couple uh, every yes, yes, I know. Oh, you're welcome. Cleavage is a strange cleavage. What a strange word. Yeah. It's weird to me that Jeff feels like oddly necessary for this show. Like the live, oh call God, it, like the live so... Collins. <laughs> Sometimes I get concerned by what I attract to the show because I know that I clearly don't understand what I'm giving off. And so I'm like, fuck. It's like when a gay guy comes up and starts complimenting you, you're like, Oh God! Oh, my ego. Am I really letting you? Am I? Yeah. Is my alter ego really telling you I need a good? I love it. Yes. Yeah, I love it too. Yeah. Listen, if you're a straight dude and a gay guy hits on you, you fucking go buy a lotto ticket. Yeah. My confidence is through the roof, dude. Yeah. (laughs) We're disgusting to them. Uh, caller, hi. But you should be concerned Uh, too, Caleb. At the same time, I feel you. Okay. Hi. Good morning. Yeah. When's the last time a guy hit on you? Could you tell me? Uh, on me? Yeah. Uh, when I was in college. Yeah. That's, how many years ago was that? Uh, 1980s. Oh, shit. Oh, come on. You got to step up your game. You've gone downhill since there. That's the That's the crowning achievement of fucking being a man. Another man hit on you. How can I help you? Well, I'm calling from the 509. Okay. I'm going to look that up. Right you know now. where that is? No, but I, but I can look no. it up really quick. 509 area. Nicole yeah. Sanders Hood. Oh. It's oh, it's Col- oh, Washington. Spokane. Spokane. Washington. Spokane. Yeah, it's not. By the way, by the way, it's not Spokane. So we'll, can we. Is this Jeff? On. Is this Jeff? Yeah, it is. Jeff, hi. Wow. It is Jeff. You sound so much cooler than I imagined. I thought you were going to sound like someone who'd smoked cigarettes their whole life. No, I don't. I don't smoke. I don't. I don't even drink. But I don't. I wanted to prove number one. I don't sound like Sousa's nerd voice. Okay. <laughs> Although I, I like the I like the voice, but that is not me. Okay. You think Sousa sounds like a nerd? Is that what you're saying? No, and I did the whole like. No, you're not a doctor. You didn't Google it. That doesn't necessarily like directed directly at Jeff's voice. It's just kind of that like that comment. I'm nervous talking to but Jeff. Susan, I was really hoping Susan, he was like a bot. 
Suzu does need a haircut, though. Nah, I think today. Yeah. Hey, like Jeff, what do, you, what do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? What's your vocation? My, my, I'm actually a CPA, believe it or not. That means you do people's taxes and shit? Like, you good, you're a math guy? He's cooking the books. No, no, no. Yeah, I do cook books. I have cooked books. Um, but that's what you do. You do ta- people's taxes? No, uh-uh. I don't. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I mean, I can do taxes, but that's not my specialty. Your specialty is commenting on the show. <laughs> Are you CrossFitter? Yeah. No, no. I, I, I like CrossFit. I wish I could do it, but I've had some health issues, which has prevented me. So I'm actually having a procedure next week. So what procedure? Uh, anyway. Um, not anything major, an EGD. Caleb? Endogastric bypass? No, not a, no, not a bypass. No, it's a, uh, you know, I, I have gastric reflux and it's pretty severe, which, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to regret doing this. A hundred percent, I will regret doing this. Hey, so. do you eat tortilla <laughs> chips? Because the only time I ever get gastric reflex is like when like you, the, something comes up in your mouth and it burns. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, when I only get that when I eat tortilla like chips and drink um, 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 uh, Moscow mules. But I get it immediately when I mix those two. Yeah, so you know what that feels like. Yes. Yeah, and when you, have it, when you have it severely, you can uh, actually get <clears> – <throat> I think it's called Barrett syndrome. But anyway, I, I – uh, I, I like CrossFit, but here's what I want to, here's what I want to say. And I'll hang up because I don't want to get absolutely trashed. <laughs> um, which, uh, I don't even, well, don't. God damn it, Jeff. Oh! He did that on purpose. He did that on purpose. Oh, damn it. He did that on purpose. He did that on purpose. Damn it, Jeff. Well, if he did it on purpose, he's good. If he did that on purpose, that was good. He had he me by the balls. Purpose. I was about to fall yeah. out of my chair. Yeah. Oh, damn. Hey, you got, you got nervous, huh? Oh, so nervous. Uh, it would be. I would be. I was nervous. I remember meeting Christine Young. I was nervous. I get nervous with all around all you fuckers. If I you guys get too close to me, I get oh, nervous. So funny. Hey. Um. Uh. There's nothing that makes me more happy than someone who listens to the show who's not a um, CrossFitter. I knew that. I knew you're gonna be stoked about that when you're like, "Do CrossFit?" He's like, "No." I was like, "God, it's like like the worst thing you can tell me." Someone the other day, they go. I was talking with Hiller. I'm like, "Fuck, dude, I'm so fucking good at what I do. How come this fucking shit? I listen to other podcasts that have fifty thousand live viewers and fucking I'm better than them. I'm like, what am I gonna do to fucking get more people? He's like, and we were brainstorming ideas. He's like, what percentage of your of your listeners do you think are not CrossFitters? And I lied to him. I told him five percent. I think it's like point five percent. Billy K, uh, you guys are ten sixty nine. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, you guys are great. Enjoy the time with your families today. Next uh, year, we see Sevon take on others and work out Fit War style live. Holy cow! I don't. Know. I like my arm is. My oh, arm yeah. is fucked up, dude. You know what I did yesterday? Because it was the only thing I could do. I did 600 step-ups no, I, uh, or two days ago. I'm so sore. But I can't do anything with my arms, dude. My left arm is fucked up. Someone did the original Fit Wars against uh, Olivia Kirstetter. Dude. True. Oh, oh, I see. The original. Okay. Yeah. 
and your arm's getting worse? Does it wake you up? When no, you it's because no, no, no. It's not like that. It's because I keep oh. doing stuff. Uh like I try. I did a um. I did a couple 135 pound uh, power cleans the other day, and the whole thing got just inflamed out of control. You know who you remind me of? What? Mark Wahlberg. An old guy. I'm gonna remind you, of Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that statement that you make. I mean, see that thing he posted on uh, Instagram. Oh, what was that? I'll show you. I posted. If I can find it. No, Mark Wahlberg did. Oh. I'm confused. I know. That's okay. I got you. Check this Well, that out. was cool. That was a kind of a nice Christmas gift to talk to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for calling it. Is this him again? Yeah. You guys, you know that we're two hours into the show. You had two hours to fucking call in. <laughs> and now. Okay, caller. Go I ahead. just woke up. I just woke up. All right. All right. Fine. Go ahead. Merry Christmas, gentlemen. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, I was just calling in. Okay. I had a- uh, maybe I was going to add something to the, the Green Bay guy getting thrown down. The oh, yeah. Yeah. That was incredible, right? Yeah. Crazy. So resilient. That dude got right up. Like, you just got through a car wreck and you got right up and run right back up the stairs. Great. With a smile on his face, not yeah. even ready to fight. Like, wow. Thanks for the ride. You not, know? not quick. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, I think the guy was trying to pull his pants down so he'd trip more down the stairs. Oh, shit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Malicious. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So these are the options. Uh, pull his pants down so he trips more. I thought yeah. he was grabbing a handful of hair off his ass, and Sousa thought he was grabbing his belt, like to give him like a maybe a toss. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Fair enough. Hey, did you hear Jeff Baco call in? Yeah, I did. Do you think that really was him? I think it was him. I think so. Sounds like yeah. his sense of humor to do what he did. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was did great. Still run around. That was yeah. Good. Hey, Savon, how's your kid doing in tennis? Oh, bro. Oh, hi. Did you send two more rackets? Uh, no, I didn't send two more. Did you get somebody from someone else? Someone sent two rackets to my house. Sweet. What kind are those? Someone sent two rackets and a fucking skateboard to my house. Oh, really? Oh, awesome. I didn't even I look at that. the brand. I just assumed it was you. No, I didn't send two more, but that's awesome. Somebody else is sending you stuff now, too. Hey, they're killing it. Um, You know what, David? Um. Uh, we went to Newport for two weeks. I wanted to ask you this. We went to Newport for two weeks and my kids didn't play tennis during those two weeks. Right. And when uh-huh, we came yeah. back, the tennis instructor who I greatly admire said to me, Hey, um, you know, at this age, it's okay. He takes two weeks off, but you know, as you get older and as you reach the higher levels, you take two weeks off and your skills will start to erode. It's a little too much. Do you have thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, at the very, very high level. We're dealing with like percentages and tennis is a very, very touchy, a game and you can lose touch in a matter of days for sure crazy right yeah but i think you could argue that the benefit for the mindset might outweigh the loss in skill but if he's talking like pro level yeah they definitely have to hit every day or else. crazy all right yeah all right well thanks for yeah. calling um hey wait i got one more oh, question please. yeah 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 please you're kind of uh connected in the you got some connection still at crossfit yeah, every I'm, listen, every single person who works at CrossFit wants to talk to me. The people who fucking okay. hate me, the people who love me, everyone over there. Yeah, I, I'm like okay. I'm like I'm like fucking Godzilla. Everyone wants to be my friend, but everyone's fucking <laughs> terrified of me. I might sneeze and burn the whole fucking place down. All right, well here's um because I'm also a high school teacher, and our high school is about to switch like 
how they run the high school. Like we're going to an academy model. Yeah. And I was thinking I want to do like a, uh, we a school to ready system with CrossFit. So a high schooler comes out of high school with like a level one and they can go into the workforce. And I was just wondering who I could get in contact with CrossFit. Maybe we could set something up like that. Yeah. We could start like a, you, you have my program. phone number, right? I think I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, send me a text afterwards and I will, um, and I'll call you either, you know, in the next couple of days or today we'll talk, I'll hear the idea a little more and I'll pitch it over there to someone. They would love to do shit like that. That contract they just got with the army. That's so awesome. They would love to do something where kids coming out of high school would already be like pipelined into the fucking level one and, and, and sharing that wisdom with the world. Uh, Maybe that's the place to go. It seems to be working for the woke fascists. Um, indoctrinate fucking high school kids. Maybe that's what needs to be happening even more. CrossFit needs to double down on that too. Yeah, we can battle them from that front. Hey, do you know Matt Schindeldecker? Did you ever hear that podcast I did with him? I didn't hear that one. You might want to hear that. It's 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 uh, as Hiller would say, it's same same but different. Basically, he's found okay. a way to tap into a vein of the government that needs CrossFit, um, helping kids, oh, nice. and uh, he and he's killing it. His program is absolutely, it's, 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 I think it's spread to several states now. Awesome. All right. Cool. Well, thanks for your time, gentlemen. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank uh-huh. you. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, David. Merry Christmas. Bye. Uh, Jessica Valenzuela, about time to contribute. 999. Thank you. That's cool. Thanks. Thanks, Jessica. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Jeremy World, 469 for you, Philip. Nice. Who's Philip? Philip. Right. Philip? He, uh, hold on. Kelly. How, oh, why is he giving money to Philip Kelly? Because of the no. comment he made up here earlier. Um, oh, yeah, he said something about like if everybody gave four ninety nine in the chat or something like that. Like I'm trying to find the comment right now, but I can't. oh, then I could pay my mortgage this month. You know, yeah, uh, when, when I was watching Fit Wars, I wanted to donate money. But I was only going to donate a dollar, and then I thought, God, I'm so fucking cheap. And then I didn't donate at all, and then I thought, well, that's stupid. I should have donated a dollar. Imagine if everyone here sent four ninety nine. Yeah, imagine. I can't. Imagine. I can see it. Wait, can I play this clip for you now? Yeah. Oh, please. yeah, yeah, thank you. All right, I got an MRI yesterday. I got a tear right here. Doc, what's the diagnosis on a tear? Oh, that's good. I got a tear here. I got a tear here. I got a tear in the meniscus. I got some herniated discs and shit. But do what we do? Work through. Work through, man. That's the mind of a man. Stay prayed up. Father Susan Peter. Tomorrow. Father Susan. So company. Yeah, he knows. He knows. I mean, I told him not to work out with those uh, beta-ass gloves. But other than that, he's kicking ass. He's a good dude. So basically, you're saying stop being a pussy. No, he's like doing the same thing you're doing because you're like, it hurts. And I'm like, does it wake you up in your sleep? When's it hurt? You're like, no, it only hurts because I just don't stop doing shit. Oh, oh, thank you. So I'm like Mark Wahlberg. I like Yeah, that. yeah. He's like, got tear here, there, there. It doesn't matter. Just keep going. He got destroyed yes. in the comments by all the weak-ass motherfuckers on Instagram, too. Uh, he was getting destroyed by them? Yeah, people are like, oh, that's a good idea. See, Jeff, it's not just you that I do the voice. That's just the general voice. And they were like, you know, listen to your doctor. Yeah, work through it till you have to get surgery. Great idea. Like, just that type of bullshit. Damien Fink, 499. Call in. That's a, cool, that's a cool last name. Eric Weiss. Merry Christmas, gentlemen. 
Appreciate you all. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks, you. Eric. Eric's the type of guy that when I look at like his profile like picture, I think back about some of the subjects we talk about, and I feel bad because he seems like such a proper gentleman in that photo. <laughs> like, who, 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 Eric? Eric, yeah. Yeah. He's got like a backpack on. He's in Yosemite with his girlfriend. He's probably like carrying water and a sandwich for her. Yeah, just like a good dude. Like you find him on a trail and he's like, you look famished. Here's a bar and like bust it out of his backpack and hands it to you. Is that an Asian girl? His his wife's Asian? I don't know. Because that means he's like crazy fastidious too. That means like he's beyond like, he's like super clean. Wad zombie. What, what, what brings this pleasure to the Sevon podcast to have you call in? <laughs> I, I really wasn't going to call, but Damien sent the five bucks. So I figured it'd be kind of a dick move if I didn't call. Oh, you're like a <laughs> prostitute, right. I'm, and I'm like your pimp. They paid me some money, and yeah. now you have to call in the show and do some tricks. Yeah, yeah. You're a good dude. <laughs> I, I figure I at least come on and say Merry Christmas and and love all you guys, especially everyone in the chat there. Why don't you t- Why don't you give us a hint? Um, who's going to be in Fit Wars too? Why don't you give us a hint? Small hint. We already know they have. Um, we know. We know you're going for vaginas this time. You've had your fill of penis. One of them is for sure top fifteen from the games last year. Nice um, American. Oh, he's there. And then the right. other one, the other one we don't have confirmed yet. But once we do, that would be top twenty American from the games last year. Wow! So you got wow. Daniel Brandon, huh? You got Daniel Brandon. Wow! Ariel Lowen. It's not Daniel Brandon. It's not Daniel Brandon. Uh, Sean M five ninety nine four ninety nine plus an extra dollar so that Sevon can donate to the next fit. Dude, you are a good dude. <laughs> you are a good dude. You just made a dollar on the show, what zombie? Oh, right on. But yeah, so it sh- it should be. It'll be the end of January, and yeah, it should be pretty good. It should be pretty good. The- the one person we have locked in, you'll, you'll get excited for, even though you said you wouldn't. I know you will. I for sure will. Uh, hey, we made it. We, yeah. I, I made a list of people I want to try to get on the show um, before uh, Wadapalooza. Oh, shit. Did a bolt fall off of this? And uh, <laughs> I, I definitely I want to try to get Danny Spiegel on the show before Wadapalooza. You think it's possible? Danny Spiegel? Uh, no. I know. I don't think it's Dan, Danny Spiegel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you, you get John Woolley on before you get Danny Spiegel on. Oh, we get him on any time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you get Logan to call in as Danny Spiegel. He might, he oh, might be up for that. What happened to Logan? I used to be friends with him and then he vanished. What what, what happened to him? He's, uh, I think he's mostly just trying to be off social media oh. just as a personal I don't want to say health thing but just as a personal choice right so well you know I'll text him and stuff that he doesn't he doesn't really go on Instagram or anything really a lot does he, he does he still listen to the podcast void. does he listen to the podcast here and there yeah here and there certain episodes not not all of them <laughs> Allison NYC 499 thank you Allison thank you maybe I'll see you today and buy you a cup of coffee with that money uh, beyond Natel, Natal, stay safe, Caleb. Thanks, Jethro. Four ninety nine. All right, Andrew well, Hiller. Oh, Wad Zombie. Let me ask your professional. Can I ask your professional opinion about something? Yeah, of course. Stephen Flores, George Washington. Thank you. Okay, here it is. So I like. I want to do a show. I want to do a show tonight and tomorrow, and then I want to do another. Uh, uh, 
this morning. I'm doing this show this morning, then I'm going to do another show tonight. And then on Christmas morning, I'm going to do a show, and then I want to do a show Christmas night. And we have this debate that maybe if, um, but, but not even a debate because uh, neither Susan and I are firm on the on what the answer is. But we're afraid if we do too many shows too close together that we step on the other shows and kill the numbers on them. But it's a little more dynamic than that. Like if, if you do one show and it gets 10,000 views, is it better to do two shows and get 15,000 views? Like, I, I don't know how to think about it. But do you have any thoughts yeah, on it? Yeah, that's a tough one. I, I know, I know Hilder would probably have some good insights on that, depending on what time he, cause like sometimes he'll, he just confused me more. Morning. I asked him, he confused me more. Yeah. I asked him yesterday. He, no, drop all that. Just you um, as the person who listens to the podcast, would you prefer to have, the one show come through or two shows come through when you go to listen just as a viewer not oh, metrics two. not none of that none of that just as a viewer two yeah two but but also i mean the other thing you got to consider is like that's me being selfish because i like the live show so much so like do you guys get more off of the the non-live clicks we don't or, even know or the you answer. get more off of people. We don't even know the answer to that. The really, Sousa is saying the truth. I, I misrepresented by getting the views. We just don't want to turn anyone off, like make people feel bad, like they're missing shows. But then on the other hand, we want to, I love doing the shows. We all love doing the shows. And if we have enough content, we want to be available. We, we think it would be fun to do more shows. I, I think it'd be better to do more. Or, or I think, I don't think anyone would be feeling like they're missing out. I mean, because I, you know, a lot of times you go live when I'm at work and there's times that I can't listen and there's times that I can, but it's not, you know, you don't take it personally. You just enjoy the ones that you get to catch. All right. Thank you. Another good data point. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, of course, and if you ask anyone in here, they're all going to say yes, two shows. I don't think anyone's going to tell you no. What about three shows? We're asking the wrong people. <laughs> what about we just watch them all day? Why not four? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Boy. yeah. Right. Like a 24 hour news cycle. <laughs> a 24, a 24 live stream. That'd all right, brother. Funny. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Have a good one. Okay. Thanks, bye. Dude. Oh, these, right. these stickers are starting to stress me out. Yeah. Uh, Susie tell. Thank you. Uh, $4. You're awesome. Thank you. Love your shirt. I think I met her in person before. I have uh, Trish. Oh my goodness. I'll read it for you. Thank there you. There you go. Caleb. Badussy, badussy, badussy. I'm leaking badussy. I love how you sung it. <laughs> Jason Perfect. from Canada. Merry Christmas, boys. Thank you, sir. Thank Michael you. C. Merry Christmas from Dick Pick Mike, the HR guy. Oh, <laughs> shit, yeah. It should be accidental dick pick. It was an accident. Accident. I wish he'd send me accidental dick pic. Um, not every, not, I'm not talking about every day. I'm just talking about occasionally once a week, once a month, or like special Christmas. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing two a Holidays, day. Like, New Year's, you know, birthdays. And and trust me, I'll be complaining to Susan that I can't do two a days once I do a few two a days. So I, I'm, I'm an emotional roller coaster. Paulina, look at you out there running. Thank you, four ninety nine. Mr. Tony Andrews, did you hear the Marine Corps is going to change that you can't say sir or ma'am anymore because of gender politics? <laughs> Seven ninety nine. dollars It's $9.99. That's insane. Who cares? I did read that. People are just now calling and supporting, so we'll keep you all alive. Merry Christmas. Thanks for this community and content. My pleasure, uh, Greg. Merry Christmas, Greg. Congrats on the hot chick. Merry, Merry Christmas, Greg. Uh, I'm making truffle butter with my son-in-law for the holiday. 
<laughs> Will that be with uh, what is truffle butter? God damn it, Trish. That's, a, that's an Urban Dictionary one right there. It is. Yep. Here you go. Oh, we haven't met yet. Okay. It's coming, Susie. Uh, truffle butter. Uh, the, the word of the day. Combination of fluid. Jesus criminy, dude. I can't. My mom is not going to like this. And on her birthday, pull that down. Yeah. Sorry. Bring that back next live call-in show, please. There's no way. No, we're not doing. We're not Googling big dick either. Truffle butter. We'll have a show. Hey, maybe we should just have a show. It's like, mom, don't watch this one. I'll title it that. It's like a once a month. So my mom knows not to. It's going to be different than other shows. <laughs> um, I mean, think of the subjects we talked about today alone. Like, I mean, she's cool. My mom's cool as shit, but just like, just something. She doesn't like the, the, the B word. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, back, back, back. Do you guys still have a few more minutes? My yeah. bladder's holding tight a yeah, little bit. Okay. Um, uh, t- 280. There's there's no link, but uh, there's pictures. I don't know if you have access to those pictures or if I do. Maybe I can pull this up. But someone s- sent me this. I can Someone basically sent me a screenshot of a computer, and it shows the uh, uh, morning chalk up Christmas party, and there is no Justin LaFranco there. And then someone else said, hey, watch, Justin LaFranco won't go to Wadapalooza either. And we're kind of on a LaFranco watch because I have a feeling um, that uh, uh, they are in big, 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 big trouble. Very similar, ironically, to the trouble that CrossFit is in over there at the morning chalk up. And I think that there is some bull, serious bull circling that's going on. Uh, Philip Kelly, it's my 40th birthday this Wednesday, the 28th. Happy birthday, all of you uh, December babies. Don't be a victim. It's my 40th birthday this weekend. Happy birthday this Wednesday. It's my 40th birthday this Wednesday, the 28th. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, all of you December babies. Don't be a victim. Yeah, 499. Uh, Philip, I did a podcast with Philip. If you haven't heard it, it is a a wild ride. You should check it out, and he will be coming back on the show um, in a second. No, no one put you on timeout. Yeah, that's what I just, I just, she messaged me saying that. I was like, no, I didn't do it. No one did that. Definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. It's, get, can give her a wrench. Okay. <laughs> I think you have to do it to YouTube. Hey, um, I'll do it. Um, so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like I said before, I don't want morning chalk up to go away. There's definitely something going on over there. Uh, there, there, I, I, I can, I don't want to speculate on uh, all the rumors I keep hearing, but there's definitely something going on. And the Franco missing is, is concerning. And whether you like him or don't like him, that ship, he, he created that thing. That thing is his baby. And, uh, for some reason he's absent of taking control of it. And, um, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it gets, I think he's the, you know, maybe he's the right guy to control it. And uh, I don't wish ill on anyone. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to see them uh, die. I don't want to see them go away. I would, I would like to see him change maybe and revise his woke ways and become more logical and thoughtful and loving. Uh, but, um, but, but hopefully uh, that that um, rag can. Uh, survive what it's about what it, what it is going through and it, and it's taking on fire uh justin v 1999 merry christmas uh the seven podcast crew thank you very much thank you justin 
And I suspect your girlfriend's hot too. <laughs> Please put them larger in your uh, icon photos yeah, yeah, so we can judge no, them appropriately. Justin, drop yourself out next time. <laughs> Thank you very much, brother. That's a very generous donation. Thank you. Uh, Trish, uh, when will we admit that CrossFit as pop culture staple is dead, bound to go the way of the – I don't think so, brother. I don't think so. You know why? There's too many affiliate owners out there keeping the dream alive. Every time I interview these fucking ding-dongs, man, they believe. They know what they got. These affiliate owners, they know. They, they know. And, 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 the, and the words that Greg Glassman gave them to hold the shit together, um, it, it, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think it's going away like that. Oh shit! I made a. I might have made it. Oh no, no, no. Here, there's more. Uh, two seventy nine. What the fuck, Portland? <laughs> Portland is a city on the North American continent on the West Coast, way up north. For those of you who don't know, um, it's very cold, dreary area. Thirty years ago, it was one of the coolest cities. Um, you know, maybe in the world, up and coming cities, and it's taken a terrible turn because of drugs, uh, because of the mass drug addicts there. But anyway, this guy that um, this clip you're about to see, this guy, uh, I've, I've reached out to this guy to see if I can get him on the show to find out if the story is true. But I remember his original post. He showed buckets and buckets of needles that they had collected, like in a single day, off of the streets of Portland, which is oh pretty my scary. Gosh. And then here he says he was fired from his job for showing all those needles. But let's um. Let's uh, let's listen to this. This is after he got fired. What's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Sam Graziano. Uh, I just wanted to let everybody know that after posting the video of the needle zip we pick up off the streets of Portland, Oregon, uh, rapid response fired me um, without any further oh, discussion. Um, I don't know what they're hiding, but I know that Lance Hamill, the owner and president of rapid response in his office, he collects human body parts and soaks them in formaldehyde. He's got human feet, hands, a man's face. He's got a baby um, with the placenta, everything uh, in a in a jar of formaldehyde. He's got uh, jars of human teeth. What's up, everybody? Lance oh. Hamill. What's the name of the, the organization? Oh, ra- oh yeah, Rapid, Rapid Response Portland. As soon as you what? type in his name, it pops up. I wonder if that guy's on um, Instagram. What the fuck? Hamill. Either this guy's batshit crazy or it's, 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 it's something's out of context here. Yeah, that's what I was waiting out too, Jeremy. Jeremy asked in the comments, is, is dude putting his hand in a bit of needles? Were those like caps or like what? Caleb, do you know what that was? They like, um, that's what they break them down to before they incinerate them. So, so it's like, like a shredded thing, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. I, I wouldn't imagine that there's anything like actually sharp in there. It's just like been processed a little bit before they incinerate it. Wow. Chris Cordino. Thanks, brother. Five dollars. Cordino. Cordino. Thank you. Cordino. I just moved out of Portland. Oh, this is uh, this. I can only imagine what this means. Allison, with great power comes great responsibility. She's wrenched up. Oh, she is? Oh. Yeah, took care of her. <laughs> yeah. I, I I took it there too. I thought it was a reference to something else. Um <clears throat> don't put a lid on your kid. Okay, two seventy eight. 
Do you guys like it that you haven't seen these before? Do you ever that it's always a surprise to you guys too? Oh yeah, don't put a lid on your kids. So this is just a little metaphor here. This is kind of crazy that these are fleas. Where do the you fleas get this are placed inside the jar, and the lid is then sealed. They are left undisturbed for three days. Then, when the jar is opened, the fleas will not jump out. In fact, the fleas will never jump higher than the level set by the lid. Their behavior is now set for the rest of their lives. And, when these fleas reproduce, their offspring will automatically follow their example. The fle- so like 70s porn music is kind of weird with that one. Tony Andrews, she got a wrench only because of her breasts. No, not only. To, not only that is, she. How about why? Why can't you just say she got a wrench because of her breasts? Why can't you say that? So you're so. And I see her almost every day. And she's a friend of mine. And she watches the show every morning. And she has. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A nice face. Uh, to read into it, it, anything that you thought I was going to say, f- feel free to run with it and know you're correct. Okay. Uh, 277. Uh, bad or good or bad implications? Good or bad implications? Question mark. Not even 125 years ago, We didn't have to ask the government permission to collect rainwater, to hunt, to fish, to start a business, to own a property, to build a home, renovate our home, to use a vehicle, to get married, to own a firearm, to grow food on our property, or to sell food. Now, we can do virtually nothing without being extorted by the government and asking their permission first. If you still think we're free, you're deluding yourself. We're free-range humans who live on a tax farm. Not. Why are you going to record a duet of the video and not say anything the entire time? I hate when people do that. And they just feel like this. They're just like, "Mm mm-hmm. Like, just steal it and repost it. Yeah. (laughs) Leave yourself out. Yeah. Uh. YouTube user, a gift for you, Sevon. Even though you're bad with numbers, you can't be great at everything. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Touché. Christmas, YouTube user. And the show makes a full loop. Do you think she has red hair? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, definitely, especially like where it gets lighter in the sun. Yeah. I'd like to see her Instagram account. Uh, free, free range animals on a tax farm. Nice. Here's the thing, man. With with all of this fucking great shit we have, you can't have people fucking just changing their oil in the street, right? And just pouring it down the fucking Yeah, that's uh, say there's certain amount of regulation that makes sense because we just live on top of each other. So 125 years ago, you weren't living on top of each other. And there also wasn't these massive corporations that are like doing what they're doing now. So it's just it's it's not it's apples to oranges. And I'm uh, what, anti-government, so Yeah, go. I it's it's tough. I but I hear her, it's good to hear. We'll say that again. I just said anti-government with the quotations because Jeff would probably destroy me if he was still here. Um, Wad Zombie, does your wife have red hair? 
Uh, haha, that is me. I used to be my name. Not sure why it changed. Oh. oh. Did we guess your name? Kind of looks like a Jessica. Emma. No, but... Oh, maybe it's Wad Zombie's wife. That's why he said she looks hot. I mean, she does look uh, hot. I'm just a sucker for red hair. My wife has red hair. It's crazy. No, his wife's brunette, Latina. Latina X. Your wife's a Latina X. Wait, uh, is Greg it Jessica? C- did I guess that right? <clears throat> oh, shit, you did. Is she fucking with me, or did I really guess that correct? Oh, shit. <laughs> you should guess the next Fit Wars. You're probably right. <clears throat> Um, could you interview a globe gym owner and see their take on things? All gyms have changed to include functional fitness space instead of just machines. What are they doing to give uh, back like CrossFit? It'd be interesting to have a globo gym owner on here. <clears throat> yeah. It, yeah. You're crazy. Redheaded women are so good. It's so good that women come in all the different, Oh man, all the different yummies. I feel good about myself. She said, I guessed her name, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. And we just can't abolish every, I don't know. I, I don't know. I want to, I want to have someone on who wants to just like, like someone who's like flat earther style, but just wants to get rid of government and hear like why, how that would work. I want to hear how that would work. Hey, for real, having spent a Christmas in the Middle East, I got to thank uh, uh, you to Caleb. Merry Christmas, my man, Jeremy World. Thank you, Jeremy. Merry Christmas. Thanks, Jeremy. I always spent home away from Christmas. So does it bother you to be away from home for Christmas, Caleb, Mm, for the holidays? I've done this a few times, so no. Mm. Yeah, I always worked on Christmas so I could get the double time. Yeah, I wasn't really working. I was just never around family. I would go back whenever I could, but usually we celebrate like in January or earlier. Some people, it fucks with them, though, right? To be away, like, on their birthday or their anniversary or Christmas, it fucks with them. Yeah. We don't, like, it's a day. <laughs> like, we'll get together at some point and we'll fucking hash out Christmas anyway, so. Is is there anyone, like, if you do show signs of, like, um, like being bothered by it or, like, you're crying or is this, do you console those people or you're like, no, you're a pussy, knock it off? <laughs> Depends on who it is. Right. Okay. Good. Like, if it's somebody, <laughs> like, yeah. There's some people I would be like, I would be a little bit more sensitive about it with them, but other people would be like, fucking you're a bitch, dude. Yeah. Suck <laughs> it up. <clears throat> um, what if I turned off your neighbors, your neighborhood's fire hydrants during a fire? 276. So your neighborhood catches on fire and then I turned off the fire hydrants in your neighborhood. Would that, would that be a cool thing to do? Oh, yeah. This, okay, here we go. Um, Washington Post, a new study found that exercise is all in Washington Post. A new study found that exercise in almost any amount reduced people's risk of being hospitalized or dying of COVID. Exercise of any amount. So probably shouldn't have closed all the gyms while featuring fat people on healthy magazine on health magazine covers. This is this is tantamount to there's a fire in your neighborhood. But we turned off all the fire hydrants because we don't want kids to drown. I think it's funny that they said it's a new study. <laughs> I right. I don't know where they're getting their new study from, but like that comment that just like science. <laughs> science. What's taking people so long? My son asked me that. Why are people still wearing masks? I go, why do you think? He goes, because they're scared, because they eat sugar. 
crazy. Uh, it's uh, Austin. It's harder being stateside, but n- but not at home than it is to just be overseas for the holidays. Oh, because like Caleb's situation is just helpless. So there's no reason. <laughs> just embraces like, it. You're stateside. And you're like, you know, I'm only a 16 hour drive from home. Caleb's like, no chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know who knew that? Greg Glassman. Yeah, right. Uh, my CrossFit fillet is closed today and tomorrow. Is that common? Curious what others are experiencing. One of my coaches texted me and said he could do 12 days of Christmas underground. We could do. Oh, meaning go over there? Yeah, that's a good coach. Yeah, go over there and do that shit. Underground. And yeah, that is that is common. We're closed today and tomorrow too because majority of the coaches are coaching all the freaking time. So like we always think that they deserve a break as well. So yeah, we closed today and tomorrow. We did our 12. I mean, yeah, today and tomorrow we did our 12 days of Christmas yesterday. But Susan's biased. Open that shit up. Yeah, open that shit up for 5.30 on Christmas. Open that shit up. Sat it for Hey, the first two years I owned my affiliate, I did that. Uh And fucking, it was such a waste of my time. I was one of those guys, Christmas Eve, we're not changing the hours. People want to work out. I'm staying open. Christmas Day, I'm coming in for three hours in the morning so people get their workout in. No. It was a complete waste of my time. I would have much rather had the time with my family or friends given the situation than to show up for like the two or three people that need to be the gym. Guess what the workout is? Water of the day. Fucking run a 5k. Get a timer, run a 5k outside your house. Congratulations. Did that like whenever uh Pat Sherwood, like for Christmas or whatever, he would just be like, Go run a 5k. Yeah, I mean, it's easy. Go go run a 5k, run for 15, run for 30 minutes every five minutes, stop and do 20 burpees. Like, there's just so much stuff you could do at the house, and you're not going to get everybody in the affiliate for the community like feel. Maybe on Christmas Eve, you could do a couple morning classes and rock like the 12 days of Christmas and just have like a big group of people there or whatever. But still you're, you're, that's an event. So like, so why was it a waste of time? People didn't show up. People, people didn't show up in any of the later classes. I probably had two, two busy classes like in the morning, like that eight and like 10 or something like that, where you had, you know, 15 or more people. And then I just basically stood there for the rest of the day in these early years and just kind of like waited and like one person would kind of come in and they're like, oh, it's yeah, I knew it. I knew it. So. Do one class. Your, your affiliate owner sucks. Do one class. That's what I'm hearing from Sousa. Do one class. I mean, I didn't do a class today. We did it yesterday. Yeah, that's why you're feeling defensive. Sure. Uh, what about this, Sousa? What about destroy them on the 23rd? The fucking work, like blow their quads and their glutes out. It's you know that workout, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I forget it, but yeah, it's horrible. So it's twelve movements, and you do it like the song. So the workout ends up taking between thirty and forty-five minutes, and you end up accumulating like a pretty decent amount of volume. So you're you're pretty dang sore by the uh, by the next day after doing that. Okay, I was thinking of just lunges, lunges, step ups, and air squats for an hour. So fucking the next next two days, no one can walk. Like there you go, Merry Christmas. All right. Uh 275 budget. Budget. God, I can't wait to have uh um Jorge Ventura on. So I don't know if you guys saw what happened, but there was a budget given to uh Congress to vote on. And it's like I can't remember how he's gonna show you how well I'll let him say it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mr. Mr. Paul. I brought with me the Ambi, 4,155 pages. When was it produced? In the dead of the night, 1.30 in the morning when it was released. 
Now, people argue that it's conservatives' fault. It's you don't have the Christmas spirit. Somehow you're holding up government. Well, whose job is it to produce this? The people in charge of spending, the people in charge of both of the parties. When did they know that this would be necessary? Well, it's in the law, September 30th. You got nine months, almost 10 months to produce a plan, to have a spending plan. They weren't ready on September 30th, so they voted themselves 90 more days. They weren't ready last week either, so they voted themselves another week. And now we have it at 1.30 in the morning this morning. But what's the clamor? The clamor is to vote. Vote now. Let's get it done. Why are you standing in the way of spending? Well, the real question is this. What is more dangerous? What is more dangerous to the country? $1.1 trillion in new debt, or as Republican leadership likes to say, oh, but it's a win. It's a big win. We're getting $45 billion for the military. So which is more important? Which threatens the country more? Are we at risk for being invaded by a foreign power if we don't put $45 billion into the military? Or are we more at risk by adding to a $31 trillion debt? I think the greatest risk to our national security is our debt. The process stinks. It's an abomination. It's a no good, rotten way to run your government. $6 trillion entity, and they want 24 hours to process this, and then they want to go forward. I will be demanding two amendments. One, that this goes against the budget rules. The PAYGO rules say you can't do this. You can't have all this new spending unless it's offset. We will also be demanding that the PAYGO rules are increased. Instead of taking 60 votes to evade the rules, we're going to ask that it be a two-thirds vote to evade the rules. So the American so you see what's people happening don't here. want this. The, there's two things going here. It's It's crazy spending. But they're also not giving anyone enough time to fucking read that fucking gigantic stack of papers. They want they're giving it to him at fucking one thirty in the morning, asking him to vote on it the next day. I know. Right. Rand Paul for president. It seems like such a fucking no brainer. I think he'd have to go back on a lot of things he said, by the way. I love how they're just like, but he's going to give the military more money. And like the I don't know, there's a lot of issues that I think need to be addressed with like lower enlisted housing and like the living conditions of the people in the military. So I imagine some of that money is going to go towards revamping those things. At least I hope so. I think it's all going to the Ukraine, to be honest. Well, that too. I just, and by the Ukraine, I mean, just building bombs and guns and weapons and tanks and shit. Sending them fucking rocket launchers and shit. But what you're saying is that uh, people in the military need better housing. Yeah, dude, it's not great. Uh, Sarah Cox, thank you so much, Sarah. Forty nine ninety nine. Uh, don't forget, guys. Tomorrow we are doing the giveaway. As I mentioned before, you can sign up at cahormones.com, Get your free doctor's evaluation. Get your free blood work if you live in California. Very easy to do if you're in Southern California. If not, use your insurance to get the blood work, and then sign up using code word Sevon at cahormones.com and get your free doctor eval, and they'll let you know whether you are a candidate. Uh. With for uh, hormone replacement therapy, is that what it's called? TRT, testosterone replacement therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip, look what you started. You should be the treasurer. <laughs> Sevon, do you think our politicians are smart? Are they our best and brightest? No. 
I don't think I, I hey I don't think smart is uh wait I I don't mean to be a, d- a douchebag but we have to define smart. I think we'd be better off like electing uh public servants off a lottery, like almost like jury. Like all of a sudden you get a thing in the mail and we're like, hey, Savon, guess what? You're eligible for these uh three jobs and you're gonna find out which one you're gonna get and we'll make the arrangements for you to be successful at them. But here you go, you've just been appointed X, and then that's it. I feel like that would be so much in like intelligence level wouldn't like whatever you could go into that conversation. But I just feel like any of the people that are like running for those things or like pushing for them or like wanting to be president or this or that are probably aren't the people that should actually be in charge. Uh, Victor Brown, 1999. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Thanks, Victor. There's this guy, uh, Michael Schellenberg, who I think ran for governor of California. And he didn't win and he ran recently. And he basically talks about how there's not a homeless problem. It's a drug problem and that homeless is the uh, side effect of the drug problem. We've talked about it on the show endlessly. You know, you have to have your shit in priority. You have to want to breathe and then you have to want to eat and then shelter and sex are interchangeable. But basically those four have to be at the top of your fucking pyramid of existence. If you don't have those four at the top of your existence – um, then you will be out of whack with the rest of society. You can have enlightenment over here and you're going to pop out of the matrix eventually. But if drugs gets into one of these four, come in. If drugs gets into one of these four, if you put drugs ahead of sex or food or shelter, then you're now a drug addict, which will then eventually make it so you don't have shelter and then you'll be on the streets until we have people who know how to think clearly about things. And that's why I don't know if that's the, if smart is the right word Mm -hmm. because we have so many smart people who don't know how to think clearly. Mm -hmm. So like anyone who's taking statins, like they are absolutely fucking. Okay. Anyone who's taking statins or prescribing statins, the vast majority of them are fucking complete fucking idiots because it would take one or two hours of research to see the tremendous damage that they've done to society and that they're not helping and that they're just a fucking drug industry. For example, and that's like one of the leading drugs being sold in this country today. And so there's these are fucking Harvard, Yale, Stanford grads prescribing this shit and they're, they're not doing the fucking research. I know tons of smart people have taken statins. I know that's going to piss some people off that I said that, but you can do the research. Just look into it. Just get a fucking couple audio books and listen. Get a couple hours in. So, I mean, that guy, that video of that guy we played in the beginning who who talked about uh, cops uh, killing black people, like that's a fucking smart guy to me. He was able to fucking organize a compelling argument and perspective and context of a real serious situation that whole cities were burned down around that made no sense this year. I I think emotional IQ is more important than probably anything else. And, and, you know, you see people like Nancy Pelosi or Joe Biden or Kamala Harris, they have fucking zero emotional IQ. They can't even think clearly. You have to be able to think clearly. So I don't know. I, I do think Michael Schellenberg's good. I think Rand Paul's good. Um, yeah, these guys down here, these are horrible people doing this is just crazy. And they're tricking smart people. And then the smart people say, well, what are you going to believe? Someone who's college educated or this guy off the street? Well, the truth is this guy off the street, this guy's lived on the streets for 30 years. He's eminently capable. He's a survivor. 
even the abortion thing, like we talked about endlessly on this show. They, these smart people refuse to acknowledge that, like, hey, there's a baby in there. There's an embryo. There's a fetus. There's a baby. And they're, they're supposed to be smart. Uh, to, uh, okay, so that was budget. Um, all right. Straight to sex. This is mental illness. What would this happen to on my watch? Dad skills. I wonder if this is true. Uh, if you... If you think this is not going on today, uh, trust your doctors. You want to do a doctor thing? What do you want to finish? Trudeau? What do you guys want to finish with? I wish I had something funny. <laughs> Leave the borders open? Something funny. Careful who you... Okay, let's. this one might be funny. That's Careful who funny you punch. Light. 272. Yeah, funny and light. Funny and light. I, I don't know if this yeah. is funny or light. 272. Careful who you punch. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you do with my ideas. You're like, that's a great idea. I'm going to do it this way though. Oh yeah. This is good. This is good. So this is some, this is uh this is uh young people before you hit that old gray haired man, consider uh, he might be a Gen Xer for, this is for educational purposes only. I love it. Look at this. <laughs> this is worth watching twice. As you're trying to bully an old man with a slap. Watch, watch how he punches this old guy, and the old guy just takes it. It's crazy. He, like, slapped him. Yeah, open hand slap. Yeah. What a punk-ass bitch. Now he's about to get served up. <laughs> that just amazing. But, My favorite part at the end is the guy who comes up with a clown nose on, like a rodeo clown. <laughs> watch this guy. The- <laughs> how did he stand... Oh my goodness! Yeah, oh my what's goodness. that dude with the? What the fuck? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm so glad you pointed that out. I didn't even see that the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fucking clown show! It's amazing. Show that retard getting kicked out. <laughs> I don't know if he's retarded. I don't. I that that, that was too dangerous. That was dangerous. Savon, that guy looks like he's about your age. <laughs> Oh, that's fucking amazing. All right. Um, thank you, everyone. Uh, yes, it's been it's been a minute, but yes, I've been in uh, my my share. I was, is a pretty <laughs> pompous little young man. Um, I, but I did most of my fights young, like high. Like by the time I, oh, I guess I got in a few fights in college too. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's funny when you're young, you get in fights and they're all sober. And then as you get older, they're, they're all, I think they were all drunk. <laughs> there was like a point where I did, there were no more sober fighting. God, it's so stupid to fight when you're drunk. You'll do some stupid shit. Way more fun. Uh, so, uh, tonight we're going to do a Hillerfit review show at uh, 7 PM. Then we'll be back again tomorrow morning. Then we'll be back again at night. I think we're going to give it a try and see what happens. Um, I will be, uh, you guys have been amazing sending me stuff in my dms but please 
I try to go through all my DMs. Do not overwhelm me. Some of you ding-dongs will send me like 20 things. And when you send me 20 links, I, I, I start like doing every third one or something. So pick your best shit for me if you want to be part of the, uh, the crew. I shouldn't even probably be announced. Um, I shouldn't tough. have probably even announced I did. Okay, so I want to finish the show with where I started. So this lady whose daughter died, she just DM'd me again. And I said, is that true about your daughter? She said, yes, her name is Raven Goff. You can Google it. And I Googled it and we saw that. Her daughter fucking died a horrible death right in front of her eyes when the dad threw her up in the air and wasn't able to catch her. And I said, my goodness, I'm so sorry. Thanks for sharing. And she said, I'm sure I'm annoying on that post, but I just can't help it. People who don't understand don't understand, but thank you. Hmm. And she's right. Mm -hmm. There's no, uh, there's no one, there's no one who understands till your kid dies. Like, can't you just leave her alone? Like, they, like, like, let Pat Barber do what he wants, but like, let, like, like, this chick's fucking daughter died with the same thing she's witnessing someone else do on mm. Instagram. Anyway, uh, have a Merry Christmas. Be safe, everyone. Uh, don't drink and drive. Don't do any of that dumb shit. Don't take any, uh, any risks other than, you know, I don't know, sleeping naked. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. <laughs> yeah, don't do anything Caleb wouldn't do. Exactly. Uh, we'll see you guys this evening. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas.